Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Oh, hi. Good morning. Scott, it's Thursday. Make oh. note. Uh, good morning, Liv. Good morning. How are you? I feel like I'm in Groundhog's Day. Uh, I was just here yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two days in a <laughs> row for you. Well, thank you. I, I'm hoping today's show is going to be different. Hopefully. No promises. Than yesterday. But no, today we got the Freak of the Week. That's right. So make sure you look over those, yes. uh, those ads. Mm. Some doozies. Fun stuff, Moon. <laughs> Don't Fun I know it? I'm stuff. excited to see. <laughs> I'm excited to see who wins. I always look forward to a spirited competition. <laughs> uh, so a week from tomorrow, uh, we are going to dunk ourselves in Creevecore Lake. <gasps> yeah. Dang. Ooh. Yeah. As of tonight, I'll be prepared. As of, of you are getting a wetsuit? I've acquired a wetsuit. Nice. Thank you, father-in-law. Thanks Wait, for only having that- one. That's what the point of a polar plunge is to just like do it. No wetsuit is to do what? Get in cold water. Yeah, I will. And be cold. I will. He will get in cold water in wearing a wetsuit. Wet <laughs> All right. Hey, I didn't even think about it. This wasn't my idea. This was Riz's idea. I'm just going with I the mean, flow I was here. I just batting it back and forth. I wanted to see if it'd be acceptable. I'm following the captain. I feel like y'all need speedos. I'm fine I with have that one of too. Those too. What if <laughs> I wear a speedo under my wetsuit? Nope. There you go. I thought that's what you were supposed to do. What do you wear under your wetsuit? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. As somebody who owns yeah, a wetsuit, I, I don't remember what I wore underneath it. The swimming trunks. Yeah, I guess so. Man, I look like uh, meat stuffed in a sausage casing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what a wetsuit does to anybody. <laughs> that's kind of what it is. Not flattering, guys. 
not it, flattering. It is a sausage casing. This whole thing is not flattering. So <laughs> what? Get ready. Get ready, world. All right. So it'll be next uh, Friday. So so the Special Olympics Polar Plunge up there in Maryland Heights is on Saturday. So we're doing like a sneak preview, I guess. And this is a very big fundraiser for them. Of course. For the Special Olympics. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's super cool. It's a big deal. Uh, Scott, if you could put on the socials, I sent you a link. Yeah. I got to, to the Polar Plunge. You know, put it on the socials. It's, it's a very big deal for them. What's, and they do, uh, they do a couple of them. Around the area. I know the one up at Lake St. Louis was last Saturday, the 4th. Okay. So I did one up at Lake St. Louis on the 4th, uh, the one Creve Corps Lake here on the 11th, so next Saturday. We're going to do ours Friday. We'll dunk ourselves. And, of course, you have to go all the way in. Oh, yeah. Well. You can't just run up to your ankles and go, yeah, I did it. <laughs> You gotta, admit. you gotta you gotta get in there. Plug your nose, take a dunk. I will say, in the middle, uh, or it was probably, I'd say November. So winter, I mean, technically not winter, I guess, but it was cold, and I went into Creepcore Lake up to the chin for a photo shoot and had to sit in there for a few minutes, and it was so painful. You can see it on our faces. It was the pain. It was painful. It was a horrible oh. photo. Well, it was a super cool photo with terrible faces because we could not hide. The pain. Well, I mean, oh. ice baths are now a very trendy thing for health. So look at it that way. You're being trendy. Yeah, I'm, I'm being trendy. <laughs> Am I Which is what I strive to be. My the trendiest guy out there. I'm going to start training to get in the ice tubs uh, starting Friday next yeah, week. Yeah, starting Friday <laughs> yeah, next that'll week. Be, Good, yeah. That'll be my first. That'll sentence. be the, the kickoff of mm -hmm. you taking ice baths every week. Finally taking control of my health. <laughs> Well, I have, uh, man, I have audio of this woman who had uh, a friend record her very first polar plunge. Let's see how it turned out. Oh, not well. In the water, still screaming. Starts crying. What? And then cries. Oh man! This is a grown woman. I get it. I get it. Screaming. Cold, cold water sucks. Dunking. Crying. <laughs> I get it. Which one of us will that be? <laughs> Probably me, because I'm the only one without a wetsuit. So we'll see. I may not. I'm gonna try it on. God, no! You gotta. You gotta. I guess free ball it. So I guess you'll be joining us. All right, live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, this is so brave for her, though. <laughs> so brave. Yeah, that's, that's true. So brave of you. Man. So brave. Hey, listen, Thank I may you. not fit this thing either. My father-in-law, he's, he's felt. He's he's a a, a built Oh, fella. so yours may be too loose? No, it might be too tight. I don't know. I don't know, I, we'll I don't know if I've worn this one I, I, And the fact that I do own a wetsuit is because, you know, I scuba dive every weekend. Yeah, you seem like the type. <laughs> No, it's because I don't know what he, that means. He, was, he was in a dunk tank. You wore a wetsuit in a dunk tank? It was cold that day. October. And the wetsuit did not help. Weak. The <laughs> sure. wetsuit did not help. I bet you it did help. It just was that cold. Well, if you remember, that was at Eat and Treat. Yeah, that was a, that was the coldest Eat and Treat. Uh, remember, Jeff was in the dunk tank, and I think he got damn near hypothermia. <gasps> he had to leave the dunk tank early. Because remember, we had like half hour, 45-minute shifts? Yeah. 
Yeah, he did. He had he had some issues. He did leave early. That's right. Because I think Julie was there, and she's get out of the tank. <laughs> you, you are a different color. Get out of the tank. Yeah. And he had to be whisked backstage, and his blankets well, and hot chocolate. It wasn't necessarily the water. It, it was, was the wind. It was super, mm. super windy, and then he has to get back up on the chair and yeah, just sit was, there until yeah. somebody puts him so back in the no water. there's no reprieve. It's no, like you're cold in the water, no. you're cold out of the water. The nice thing is, is it was warm by the time I got to go in there because I was last, so I got to enjoy all you bathing in that for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. You were last. The water was no longer clear. No. It's got the window, no. you know, when you would <laughs> dunk, you just see it bubbles. Cool. <laughs> there's moss in there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> That was from my feet. So, uh, Liv, you've been in town for how long now? Six months. Six months. Oh, wow. Six months already. Yeah. Wow. Got here in August. Wow. Six months. I know. And so far, it's going going well. I I believe you've endeared yourself to uh, the people of St. Louis. Uh, You feel like they've, they've taken you in? They've been great. Okay. Channel 2 on their website had this really... Really funny thing. And the headline is, Odd Things About Missouri That Non-Missourians Notice. So you being somebody new here, Mm -hmm. are you finding some things, I wouldn't say culture shock, but you go, hmm, hmm. And they have some examples here. So so this is what they write. If you're not from the show me state, there may be a few things you've noticed that seem strange. And you're not alone. Fox 2 asked the viewers on Facebook to see what people thought of the state. And here's what viewers said were the strangest things they've noticed since moving to Missouri. So this is, you are, this is, this is this for is you. Me. This okay. is me. Okay. And by the way, Missourians got, got a good grade from the commenters. No, that's good. Where basically the vibe is, hey, you know what? I like the friendly can-do attitude of this place. Hmm. Well, and great. to be honest with you, when I moved here, I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, man, everybody's pretty friendly here. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, there is, uh, you know, a Midwest charm to the people here, but yet, a, you know, a city attitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you go and, and visit, uh, you know, somewhere in, in middle of Kansas, you know, you're going to get that, that Midwestern attitude, but maybe not, the, maybe not the city attitude either. I think you got a good mix of both here. Yeah, there's, I haven't encountered any pretentiousness that you might find in a big city. But yet it's got a nice Midwest vibe to it. Yeah. Okay. With that being said, and you've been here six months, do you know the quote-unquote question? Do you know the question? Oh, the high school thing. Yeah. That was thing number one. That's St. Louis, though. Is that Missouri-wide or is that a St. Louis thing? I thought that was a St. Louis thing. I think that's a St. Louis thing. I think the rest of the state is, did you ever go to high school? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That's the question we ask each other. Yeah. Did you ever (laughs) ever go to high school? Uh, And they write here, one question can tell you a lot about somebody if they are from the area. If they're not from the area, then it's basically meaningless. That's why the old where did you go to high school routine bothers a lot of -of out-of-towners. Oh, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. I think it makes me special when I can say, I didn't go to high school here. <laughs> I say, Clarkstown South Senior High School. And they go, where's that at? <laughs> it's a thousand miles that way. Didn't play them in soccer. No. No. And you know why they do it. Oh, yeah. That's a, it's a way to kind of judge somebody's upbringing, right. their income. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and Yeah, you make about 10 socioeconomic of course. immediately. Yeah. Of course. Has everybody admitted that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I mean, that's not everybody of a certain age admits that. I'm sure they go, oh, that's why we're doing that. Oh, oh yeah, that's why everybody before us did that. Of course, oh, that's why they looked at me when I answered. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that's why they made that face at me. How was that? That's not a hidden thing. I guess maybe some people are ignorant to it. Maybe they think it's just a an innocent question, and and I'm sure most of the time it is. But some people go, hmm. Well, it's it's become a habitual. Uh, a habitual question, but to but to deny the fact that you're using it for some sort of utility in that way is you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. Ah, Limburg. Mm. Yeah, okay. that's what I get all the <laughs> time. Like, oh, oh, that's really? what I thought. Okay. Oh, okay, makes sense now. Where was that again? That's in South County. Uh, so, so I guess underneath the Facebook posting, uh, one, one woman wrote who just moved here, a lot of people really care about where I went to high school. <laughs> they don't really care where you went to high school. They care how you were brought up. Yeah. Another woman says, the asking what high school? You won't know mine, LOL. <laughs> Me too, Bev. <laughs> what about the food? What about the food here in Missouri? We or like it. They noticed we like it. Yep. Mm -hmm. We're proud of our... Very, <laughs> very proud of it. Regional cuisines could be a challenge to people moving into... The area. St. Louis has some, and they say peculiarities, that out-of-towners have a hard time wrapping their brains around. Obviously, the St. Louis style of pizza and the unique cheese that goes on it has a, inspired quite a few comments. <laughs> Ashley writes, the goop y'all put on pizza and call cheese? Oh, Pam says, and, I'll, and I, do, I do enjoy this, uh, the love for pork steaks. I'm a fan now. Have you had a good I pork steak? I have not had a pork steak. What makes it different that than is, like a pork chop? It's it is. I don't know. It's a different cut. Huh. Okay. It's a different cut of the pig. Scott, look up the difference between pork chop and pork steak. Okay. Uh, I don't want to give you an answer. You know that's ignorant. <laughs> but I believe it's just a different cut. You know, one of the interesting things about our food and our love for food and our well, I'll say appreciation for food comes with a heck of an ego. Uh, like, you go somewhere in a regional cuisine, and they're like, hey, you know, we, we, we like this here. Try this. And you try it, and you go, oh, that's not for me. They're not going to go, are you serious? Are you kidding me? That's not for you? But here, we get so bummed if well, somebody doesn't like, like our toasted revs. You don't want toasted ravioli? It's like it's akin to you kicking me in the nuts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I take it personally. But, whoa. You go whoa. to Chicago, and you try Chicago-style pizza. They're like, hey, why don't you try this? And you try it, and you go, oh, God, I don't like that. They go, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not for Because it is gross. Yeah, but, but <laughs> okay. they're not going to care what you like or but don't who, like. We get so butthurt. Who's not going to like toaster ravioli? That's a terrible example. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying anything. Honestly. Our pizza, I would our barbecue, love you differently if you don't like toaster ravioli. Our pizza, our barbecue, our Italian stuff, our, our sandwiches, if you don't like what we like that happens to be a St. Louis kind of thing, absolute insult. Probably the most polarizing of it all is the pizza. Yeah. yeah. Because that is really a unique thing here's what I found. to St. Louis. <laughs> and, and it's a, you, you, hey, here's what I found. All right, so so pork steak yeah. and pork chop. Uh, pork steaks are taken from the shoulder area of the pig and are usually thicker and tougher than okay. pork chops. Pork chops, on the other hand, they're taken from the loin area and typically more tender. Okay, so it's leaner. a different cut. Okay. It's a different yeah. cut. It's delicious. Delicious. It's just tougher to eat. Well, and you got like <laughs> the pork sticks I've had. You got to cook the crap out of them, where they uh, almost kind of fall apart. It's it's really good. Okay, really I'm down. good. Yeah, there's a few of those places uh, that are legendary spots for that. 
Uh, Mandy on that uh, that Facebook page over there on Fox 2 says, the fact that you think your pizza is good, it's a tragedy. Well, Mandy, you know, I could just get out of here. A St. Louis person would say. <laughs> We're an acquired taste. Now, I w- Liv, I want you to write this word down. Okay. I'm going to spell it out. I want you to pronounce it. Oh, God. And this is another very unique St. Louis thing as far as food goes. M-O-S-T-A-C-O-L-L-I. Mostacoli. Mostacoli. Nope. (laughs) Am I putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong side? I mean, I... As somebody who has a vowel at the end of the last name, I don't even know how to say it right. <laughs> they pronounce it muscacholi. Choli? Where's the H? Yeah, there's that, a lot of things missing. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. and, and we're going to get to, we're going to get to people here pronouncing like street names yeah. and stuff. Don't even get me started on Spady. Yeah, that's that's that, a whole that's that a triggers whole, me. That's a whole <laughs> nother category. <laughs> on the coast, it's muscacholi, right? We don't have we don't even eat that. Oh, it's so good. Baked baked muscacholi. That's that's what I was raised to say. Man, you Like we'd have baked ziti. That I've never even I never even heard of this. I don't even know what it would what does it look like? I got to google it's it. A t- it looks, it like, looks like ziti. It looks like ziti. It's a it's a tube without the ridges. Yeah. Oh. It's a tube. You throw a lot of sauce and and, and different things. Oh yeah, you melt cheese it over it. Mm. Penne like. Uh penne yeah. no has has uh, almost looks like a pen, like a quill. That's why it's got the point. Interesting. Muscacholi is how you pronounce it. It's a tube. It's a tubular pasta, a little like a little long, with no ridges. Now, what they love to do is, if you go to a wedding or you go to some kind of catered affair, they like to cook the crap out of it. <laughs> so usually the box is like cook, you know, 10, 11 minutes to, mm-hmm. to al dente. They'll cook it to like eighteen minutes. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's catering places aren't going to be. They will cook the crap out of it. That's not a good example. And then oversauce the hell out of it. <laughs> okay. Is that the way it's tasted? That's, this is the way. <laughs> this is the way to there, eat this is the way. There are certain delis when you get like a baked musk, musk chili, it, especially if you get a St. Louis style, which is like a just more sauce and it's a bit more watery or whatever. Boy, it'll change life. I'm telling okay. you, it will change it's good. your like, life. I, you know. It is so Listen, a couple, good. A couple drinks into the evening, you go, I'll, I'll eat the crap out of that. It's, it's so good. No matter what portion you get, you know you've eaten too much, and you go, I could do some more. I could do some more. Of course you can. <laughs> of course you can. Dude, it's so good. And pair that with uh, with overdressed salad. And then you have a St. Louis Italian and institution. Got, <laughs> and you got yourself a, a meal. So, you know those YouTube things where they say, how to pronounce so-and-so correctly. Yeah. I have the how to pronounce muscacholi or mastacholi. So M O S T. Italian pasta pronunciation. So M O S T A C O L L I. We pronounce C's. it here muscacholi. Two C's. Right? I thought there was two C's. M O S T A C C I O L I. Yeah. Okay. Well, my mistake. Sorry, Liv. So I would have gotten it right. You yeah. would have gotten it right. <laughs> I would have spelled it wrong. Okay. Yeah. Hit it. Here it comes. Buongiorno. We are looking at how to pronounce with a typical Italian pronunciation okay. the name of this type of pasta. <laughs> We're going to be looking at how to pronounce more unclear pasta names as well. Okay, get to but it. But how on. do you go about pronouncing this one? 
in Italy, in Italian, it is not said as mostacchioli, but rather mostaccioli. Mostaccioli. So we were close. Mostaccioli. Mostaccioli. Look at us. We were almost there. Kind of right. We just put it on Missouri, our Missouri right. twist. Because that CI, had. the CI is the CH then. Mastacholi. Mastacholi. Mamma mia. Go get you some baked mastacholi today. It's yeah. a mia, Mario. It's a mia, mascacholi. <laughs> and however you say it, it tastes great. So, yeah, dude. Go for it. Do they have that down on the hill? Like, to do do like the standards, like uh, down on the hill, do they, do they serve like a baked mastacholi? Oh, I'm sure. Boy, oh boy. Get you some. Make it, make or make it, it your own. Make it your weekends. <laughs> no, don't make your own. Man. I still haven't been to the hill yet, so maybe that's uh, really? what I need to do. Well, there's the pasta house across the street. You can just that's all the right. You list. haven't been to the hill. I've not. Okay, so people listening, people listening right now, I want you to either hit us up on Twitter or 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 feedback from the app, instant feedback. What is the first place that Liv should go to on the hill? What is the first place? Like, if you're really going to get the experience mm. for the first time. So, it's been six months you've been here. Right. You haven't been to the hill yet. Where's the place? Is it Zia's? Is it um, uh, Canetto's? Should she get a sandwich? Uh, what are the great sandwich places they have there? I don't know. Show me the way. Show her the way. Okay, now with the... And, and again, this is from Fox 2, odd things about Missouri that non-Missourians notice, specifically St. Louis. Uh, their category was, how do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my parents' favorite place, Pietro's. They have a baked ziti, or a, a, a baked mastacholi. It looks like Zia's on the hill has it as well. Get you some, get you some. Have you heard of Zia's? Or, no. Or? It's great. Everyone's just Pietro's like, go to the hill, or... and that's where it ends. You can just okay. walk into any <laughs> restaurant, basically, and have... The best of the best. Just drop her off on Shaw Avenue and just see what happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Amagetti. Here I am. Here I am. All right, Hill. What do you got? There's a bunch of different places yeah. to go. Okay, so, and they say the English language is flexible in the way you can pronounce words. If the locals prefer to say a place name a certain way, then that's how you say it. Mm. Then that's how you say it. It can be a little odd to people encountering the differences in words spoken very differently than they are spelled. So let's start with my favorite, Gravoy, hmm. right. which Waze, I believe, still says Gravois. Gravois. Yeah. Yes. That's what it, it looks. That's the how. If it was super <laughs> French, it would be Gravois. It Gravois. is a little confusing. Or Depair, you know, D-E-S-P-E-R-E-S. Uh, -E -E yeah, that's Desperez. Uh, Desperez. <laughs> or as you said, Spady. That one, because I I drove through by that like all the time, and I was like Spody, Spody, yeah. and then I finally like looked it up, and I'm like, are you kidding me? But isn't that the correct <laughs> way to pronounce that, Spady? Yeah, I think it is. Well, it's a name. Yeah, right? I don't think and that's, that's a, incorrect. It just Spady. doesn't look yeah. right. I know. Yeah, it looks confusing. Got but... me there. If there's one thing you learn, you don't you don't argue what's correct. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the pronunciation just, no, 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 no. And that's do. what they say here. That's what they say here. Um, if the locals prefer to say a place name a certain way, then that's how you say it. Yep, that's how it is. We okay. we rule there. Uh, Bell Fountain. Yeah, like we we just took every French like name and said like, we refuse. Like it looks like it should be pronounced uh, Bellefontaine. Mm -hmm. oh. We say Bell Fountain because we're a, we're, a <laughs> French, we're a French settlement. So there's like a good mix of like French yeah. words and different things. And, and now we don't 
We don't care no more. Bellefontaine. Okay. That one I wasn't sure of. Bellefontaine. <laughs> ah, Bell Fountain. That's good enough. That's hilarious. Although, like, Shoto is, is pronounced the right way, yeah. right? I think so. Oh, it should be Shoto. Hell, I don't know anymore. Shoto. You not, just say it. thinking hard about. You just say it the way everybody else says it. Assimilate. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've been doing. Because you don't want to sound like a pretentious a-hole. Mm-hmm. Or if yes. I'm doing a commercial or something, I'll ask somebody just to be sure. Like, hey, how do you how do you say this? Because nope. I don't want to be that person. That's that's a good that's a good that's wise. That's a good uh, rule because it's much easier to ask the question and look a fool for half a second yeah. than to be yelled at yeah. <laughs> for or doing confused. it wrong. That's the other problem we have here in town. If you say it. Like Spody, people are like, what? I've never heard of that road. <laughs> and they have no clue where it's at. So you have to tell them what it is. Or we get insulted. I mean, there's like, yeah, a, yeah, there's yeah. like a, it's like you're personally insulting me if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to not like toasted ravioli and baked mustacholi and pronounce that wrong. Like I remember when, personally I first, when I first me. got here, I cut a commercial. It was, a, there was something up in St. Charles and it's Harry S. Truman Boulevard, right? Yeah. So they didn't put a space between the S and the T. So I said, Harry Struman Boulevard. And I, it took me about six months to live that down. Oh, oh no. That's Struman. what I'm telling you. We will we will shred you if you don't like our food. And Shredded me. Announce our streets <laughs> differently. I was up there on Harry Struman Boulevard. Like, idiot. It's Harry S. Truman. You know, like the president. <laughs> God, I just moved here. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just moved here. I don't maybe know. There's a lot of Harry Strumans. I have no idea. Yeah, you know. I didn't know Harry. I, I didn't know at the time Harry Truman was from Missouri. I bet you there's a philanthropist somewhere named Harry Truman that has a street name. I'm just after. trying to survive at this point. <laughs> Someone on social media said that the sign for uh, Kings Highway used to be just all one word, and so for a while they were just like Kings Highway. <laughs> <laughs> Kings Highway. Kings Highway. <laughs> all right, so Larusso's. Uh, okay, go. are they still open? What? Where? Larusso's. Mm. I don't know, man. I mean, the the, the uh, suggestions are flooding oh, in geez, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Look up, but somebody's the is still open. Somebody put Captain D's on the hill. No, don't go to Captain D's. <laughs> oh no! I think, I think are they trying joking. to steer me in the wrong direction? Avaldi's, no. best sub you'll ever have. We got Ragazzi's. Uh, Canettos, Gitos, Mamas, Giantonis. I used to love Giantonis when we lived down over there. That's a good place. I think uh, I've had the uh, the baked uh, mustachioli at, uh, at Pietro's. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Get the uh, get a steak uh, Modena from the hill. Okay. Let's see who else here. Uh, Matt says Joya's for lunch, Favazas for dinner, Milo's for drinks. Okay. Make a whole day out of it. Amagetti's. That's a good place. Uh, Favazas. Valdi's again. Zia's. Man. <sighs> yeah, we're a gold mine. There's a lot. There's a lot of. A lot of good places. Can't go wrong. We're actually taking a family down there in the next couple of weeks uh, because we asked the kids what their favorite t- favorite type of food is, and they, every one of them said Italian. Ooh. Uh, like Josh writes in, come on down to Biscotti's in Valley Park. Muscacholi is a must. Yeah, they got a good one. Rumas, if there's still a Rumas around. That's a deli, right? Yeah, there used to be one down in like the uh, Concord Plaza area. That's the one we went to as kids. I think there's still one in St. Charles. We, yeah, I we, believe there's... We, Three still. We went a couple years ago, um, a bunch there, and they do have a St. Louis style, so it's it is melty and super flavorful. It's good stuff. Is Larusso still open? I was gonna ask which. I think um, the one on. Uh, hmm. Didn't they have two this year? Um, yes. Maybe there's two. Although the one by my old house in South City. Oh no, I guess. Yeah, there's. 
locations. Watson Road, St. Louis. Okay, my, listen, I want to make sure I don't get anything wrong here. Oh, man. Because <laughs> you will get dragged. Hey, we're invited. God forbid I make a mistake. <laughs> yeah, Watson. 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 Uh, okay, uh, next category was uh, early to bed, early to rise. And by the way, another back to the pronunciation thing, the Missouri and Missouri thing. Mm-hmm. That's another odd. Missouri. That's another odd way that people say things. Another odd word. Missouri, Missouri. Isn't that just based on where you are in the state? Uh, maybe. I think we saw Illinois yeah. spelled like it is and said like it is so long. We're just like, you know what? We need to we need to twist our word a little bit too. So <laughs> let's drop a syllable. Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Somebody once told me it's the way the governor says it, and I'm. Oh, what do you mean? Like, it, like if he says it a certain way, that's, that's how you what say it. Is. it. I I don't know if that's true or not, or if it's a regional <laughs> thing. I think it's a regional like thing. That. We got half. Yeah, our I mean, I, says Missouri. I, but it does sound nicer. I like it better than. The one that sounds like misery. Well, listen, I ain't voting for a man that says Missouri. <laughs> uh, next category was early to bed, early to rise. Uh, Missourians apparently don't stay up very late. On uh, Fox 2's uh, Facebook page, uh, they say several commenters shared that they were surprised by how many stores close at 9 p.m. Mm, yeah. I can see that. We do kind of have some of that old world charm as Man, far that, as that goes. That, But there was a while, whenever I was a teenager, stuff that even here in Springfield, Missouri, everything was 24 hours. Yeah. And then it mm. just overnight went to yep. 9 p.m. and that's it. It was about a 10-year span there where every McDonald's, every, every, every fast grocery food store, place was, was pulling off the, uh, the, Walmart. the 24 hours thing and then it just crashed. Well, one yeah. person here said they moved here from Vegas and it was a culture shock. Well, in Vegas, come on. Yeah. What? what, what hello. <laughs> Everything's open all the time. Yeah, we have grass here. <laughs> Said it was a culture shock. Everything closed down at nine, except for the bar, liquor stores, and fast food restaurants. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's about right. Well, back <laughs> back home in Maine, uh, on Sundays, everything closed at like six p.m. Well, what do they call those? Uh, blue light laws. Yeah, yeah. Like they weren't uh, Thanksgiving. You couldn't be open. Like you had to wait till midnight for Black Friday in order to go hmm. shopping. Yeah, in New Jersey. I don't know if they still do, but they had that law. I think they called them blue light laws, where you had to be closed on Sunday. Like stores had yeah. to be closed. Yeah, when it I was, was a kid, the law. When I was a kid, I remember it was like that pretty much everywhere in the state. Almost everything was closed on a Sunday. Really? Yeah. Hey, guys, everybody take a break. Been working hard for six days. <laughs> take a break. It does make sense. Take a break. Spend some time with the family. Uh, let me see. Another person says, who moved here from Jersey? Everything closed at 815, and people do follow traffic rules. Okay. And then they say the weather in the Midwest can be challenging. The weather in Missouri has an exceptional range. Some people say you get you can get four seasons in a day. Uh, this person writes, uh, when I first moved to Missouri in 2010, nobody told me about the tornado alarms. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so scared to call my dad when, I was at, when he was at work, and he laughed at me. Oh, uh, Kim says, the weather, don't like it. Wait a few minutes, it'll change. True. Shannon says, I grew up here, moved to Oklahoma for six years, been back for seven years. Severe weather storm uh, tracking is not the same level throughout the Midwest. I wonder if Oklahoma's better than we are. Is that what you got from that, or we're worse than them? Uh, well, like, they're worse. Weather-wise? Yeah, I mean, because they... Tornadoes are worse, aren't they? No, well, no, no, I'm saying, yeah. like, they're... 
Does she say our uh, the severe weather? Severe tracking. weather storm tracking is not the same yeah. level throughout the Midwest. I don't know if that's a knock on us or a knock on Oklahoma. Because Oklahoma, I mean, there's you know it's this wind and it's brutal over there. But I wonder. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting to the time of year, and this is especially true uh, in March, where that's good I mean, to know. damn, it could be, it could be too below one day, and then it'll be sixty-five the next day. Right, March it usually happens. March, April. Yeah, March is wild time. It's March is wild. Uh, so is uh, October, November. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what you've lived mm. through. Yeah, and so is uh, this February, where we've had spring basically every day this whole winter. Yeah, yeah. I woke up to fifty-one degrees this morning. I'm all good with that. It was lovely. I'm all good with that. Well, let me ask you this: When the the alarm goes off, is that hey, it's close? Hey, hide? Hey, it could be happening soon. What, what level of concern do I need to have uh, if I hear that? It's definitely a, oh, hey, this could be serious. There's, well, a, the there's, there's enough off. out there where, like, this is a legit warning. Get in the basement. Yeah, okay. yeah when the alarm goes off, I'm, I'm usually, everybody to the basement. You know it's serious if you see the guy next door that uh, doesn't have a shirt on, his belly's hanging over his <laughs> pants, and he's standing on the front porch staring up at the sky. You know it's a really dangerous storm at that point. Yeah. Well, That's to get down to the basement. If, if all the dads got up to watch. Yeah, it's dangerous. Now, you know, nowadays, <laughs> and you, turn on the, you turn on the news, you know, two, you know, four or five, mm-hmm. um, and they'll, they'll have the weather guys on, and they're pretty good now at, at pinpointing where these things are. Okay, that's good. Like, they could tell where rotation is from from basically street to street at this Ooh. point. Their mm-hmm. technology is so, has has just come so long, even in the time I've lived here. Because I don't have a basement. So, like, I don't know where I'm going to go. Well, you better find out. <laughs> I, I Like, I'd have to come back here, I feel like. No. Well, now you don't get go in a car. And go. Yeah, if, he, if, he, if it's yeah, not, go to like, a, immediately here. Just run into a hospital. No, you go in your bathtub. Huge. Take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I go? I would ask. I would ask your your, your place. Yeah, yeah. I would ask them. There, there might be like a that's, like yeah, a, that's yeah. They may have a storm. There, shelter. there might be a designated place. Okay. You may like want to get in like a stairwell or something if if it's multi multi tiered. Yeah. Or the guy may go. Worse, I don't know. Yeah. If worse comes to worse, you find a ditch and get down in the lowest spot possible. Okay. Well, you know, once you hear the alarms go off, you just start looting immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go into Target. <laughs> That's the uh, the purge alarm. That's it. Just everything. Yep. I got a new TV. That's the no rules alarm. <laughs> just, yep. Everything's out the window. <laughs> Tornado on the way. Um, a couple things uh, making the rounds on the internet I do want to talk about. Uh, remember we talked last week about uh, there was a, a five-minute long video on uh, basically the Chinese version of TikTok of a woman eating a great white shark. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I got fined. Yeah. Did you see how much she got fined? Uh, 25K? Uh, she got fined, uh, 18,500 bucks. Okay. Wow. Did you see this video, Liv? Do you hear no. about this? So, it's about a five-minute long video on the Chinese site, uh, Douyin, which is basically TikTok in, in, in China. Which, which is crazy, because isn't TikTok a Chinese company? <laughs> That's so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even they're not stupid enough to get on their own thing. Anyway, it shows this Chinese food blogger who goes by the name Teezy. She's picking up an approximately six-foot-long shark at a local fishmonger. Uh, and this, I guess this happened last year. So she bought this thing for about 1100 bucks. Whoa. She oh, was posing for pictures. Little kids were around. And then she's seen transporting the shark to a separate location. She prepped the shark, 
season it up, cooked it over an open flame, then throws a large chunk of it into a giant wok for a stir fry. Then it's back onto the grill, after which she could be seen kind of diving into a hunk of the grilled section and just tearing off whole strips of the great white hmm. with her teeth. She says, ooh, it's very tender. Well, I guess it's very illegal to uh, to catch or even eat great huh? white shark. So she, uh, they used a tissue remnants from the shark. Scientists tied its DNA to that of a great white, and uh, which is a protected species in China under their Wild Animal Protection Act. Deemed it a high extinction risk. So she could have she could have seen up to ten years in jail. Wow. But they they hit her with a fine, eighteen hundred oh eighteen thousand dollars. So yes. hopefully, That's hefty. Hopefully it was worth it. You know, for the likes. <laughs> All right. Um, have you guys been to a destination wedding before? No. Maybe I haven't. I'd have to really like somebody know. to. Fork over oh. that amount of cash how, to see. Here. How far does it have to be? Yeah, yeah. What are you? What is? Because is it? It's a destination for me, but not for the wedding party. Does that count? No. I mean, if you have, what? What is the? What is the definition of a destination wedding? Is it? You have to get on a plane and get a hotel. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's like, what I would think. Then yes, I've been to a few to an exotic location. So you have been. Yeah, like Bozeman, Dallas. But did they live there? Because I feel like one if was they in Dallas. There, the other, if the other lived. If they lived there, it's not a destination wedding. Right. Well, the other lived in, um, grew up in Billings, but he and his wife they if lived they, out in L.A. and so they did Bozeman. Okay, so that's a destination wedding. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait. If everybody yeah. has to get onto a plane and go somewhere. Okay, I have, including the bride and groom. I have for Matthew. Promo Matthew. Okay, yeah, Austin, right? Yeah, Austin. Her family's. For Brooks family's from Austin, right? Yes, but for oh. me and everybody, and else, they live was, here, so right. It's, I mean, that that's a destination. Half wedding. destination. What you mean? <laughs> like I got married in Jamaica, destination wedding. Oh yeah, I got married in Illinois, destination. No, wedding. so maybe if it's water, if there's water separating. So, so a guy is asking for advice after he was asked to be a best man at his friend's wedding in Italy. And the guy's asking if he was in the wrong for not wanting to pay thousands of dollars to. To be in and attend the wedding, and he said, "I, I, I tell him I'd be more than happy to do it. Uh, you know, be his best man." And then he hits me with, "It's a destination wedding in Italy, and none of the costs are covered." Yeah, he's well within his right to be like, I, "That's not feasible for me." I don't that's think what I thought. You shouldn't feel pressured just because that's your buddy. I understand the guilt. Sure. Like, because he's asked, "Hey, will you be my best man?" Oh my God, uh, uh, it's an honor. Yes, I will be the best man at your wedding. In Italy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got to take off of work. You got to fork over a lot of cash. Yeah, that's a big, big deal. Unless Worth that it. wedding is five years down the road and you have that much time to plan. Well, yeah. He went on to explain that that he, as best man, would have to pay for his flight, train, hotel, meals, and boat tour all on his own. In total, the guy thinks it would have cost over two grand, which I think is for a destination wedding in Italy with all that stuff, two grand. That is cheap. That is very cheap. Huh. Very cheap. I would have thought at least twice that. Me too. At least five grand. But he said it's something he's not, even if it's two grand, it's something he's not willing to spend because he's got a wife and two young kids at home. He's okay. a lifestyle and etiquette expert. Well, a lifestyle and etiquette expert was interviewed for this article here and said, it's fine to, to tell the groom no. Totally. Like, it's fine. If the costs were not disclosed up front, then it's perfectly fine for an individual to rescind the, the involvement in the wedding. 
And she said those in similar situations should not feel pressure to say yes. Because then it's going to cause resentment in the future. Be yeah. honest. Tell the person, this is not a good fit for me and my family budget right now. Leave it at that. Yeah. That should be enough. If this is your best friend, if this guy is asking you to be the best man at his wedding, he's going to understand. Yeah. This is why I like my wife, because she would understand why she can't eat for a couple months. I'm going to go to Italy. <laughs> Sorry, babe. See you later. This is exciting. Yeah, listen, it's either food on the table or going to, you know, Dustin's wedding in Italy. Yeah. Uh, as long as you don't have Italy. to. It's worth it if he doesn't have to hang out with the wedding party the whole time. And and this etiquette expert said, listen, this when you have this conversation, with, do it <clears throat> speaking. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is not a text. Mm. This is not a text conversation to have with your buddy. This is verbal. And I really want to go. I just calculated everything, and I just can't swing yeah. it. I'm so sorry. No one's going to be upset with that. I hear this a lot with bridezillas <laughs> who want to have their bachelorette party out of town. Like, let's get the girls, and we're going to go to Vegas or You won't whatever. go to Vegas for me? Right. Yeah. You won't spend $1,000 this friend. weekend? You're not in the wedding anymore. <laughs> okay. I mean, I hope you understand. Not... Once you make the decision to have a destination wedding, in your head, you got to know that not everybody's going to be able to swing this. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the appeal of a destination wedding. It's going to be smaller. It's going to mm -hmm. be smaller. And take into account that not everybody's going to be there. That's just the nature of a destination wedding. We had, uh, I think, 20, 25 people come to ours, which I that's thought was good. great. Wow. That is great. Which I thought was great. And and the decision for us was both our families are in New York. Uh, you know, we had some St. Louis friends, uh, too. The families couldn't really agree on where to have it. Like, where is this wedding going to be? So we're like, screw it. We're going to Jamaica. Here's where we're going to be. Here are the dates. Whoever wants to come, come on out. It's, Love it's, to have you. That's so smart because regardless of where you have it, it's going to cost a lot of people, or people are going to spend about the same money they would if they went to Jamaica. Yeah. So you might as well do it there. All-inclusive. Yeah, it was great. We went to all-inclusive place. Basically, yeah. had run of the whole thing. That's it was great. a brand new resort. Nice. And we had run of the whole place. Yeah, it was probably cheaper now, than doing it here. Now, on the flip side of that, I was a best man at a destination wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. Uh-oh. <laughs> so good. <laughs> no, this ends It does not end well. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. The man escaped prison. Well, yes. What? Yes. Uh, Do tell. <laughs> my best friend uh, met this woman. Uh, destination wedding, Jamaica. We all go. Uh, we're there uh, about uh, two or three days, and then the wedding was going to be on the fourth day. And we're there for seven days total. Okay. Uh, the rehearsal dinner, everybody's having a good time. And I, as the best man, I, I bought like a nice bottle of, uh, uh, scotch or whatever and bought some cigars for the fellas. And we all went down to the beach, just the guys. Lovely. And it was a big destination wedding. There was a lot of people there. Like her family, you know, my buddy's family, friends, a lot of people there. So we got our cigars, we got out of the beach, having a good time, hooting and hollering, hey, it's his last day of freedom, blah, 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 we're in paradise. Well, apparently she thought I got him a hooker. <gasps> Where would she get that I from? have no idea. I mean, I was with her brother, like her family, <laughs> like her brother, like my buddy's dad. And you got a hooker. 
What? And then during the rehearsal dinner, she attacked him. Physically. Physically. Physically attacked him. Because she thought you got him a hooker. I'm sure it was more than that. <laughs> oh. Oh, I mean, we're in paradise. This is a great, this is a really nice spot in Jamaica. Really nice spot. Everybody was dressed in the nines. It was like a whole like street party. There's dancing, music, and I look off in the distance. And this woman is attacking my friend. Like punching him? Punching, scratching, kicking. <laughs> clawed the crap out of his face. Wow. No. Wedding called off. Wedding called off. Oh, no. Wedding called off. That's the kind of stuff you only read about. It was crazy. <laughs> it was, I mean, he came back to the party. I mean, his face was torn up. Oh. <laughs> His face was torn up. So the next morning. And this happened at the wedding rehearsal in public. The next morning. Uh, what would was, she have done in private? That's what I'm saying. He escaped. Yeah, yeah my yeah. wife was pregnant at the time. And uh, we're laying out on the beach. And uh, kind of like, what the hell happened last night? <laughs> and the, uh, the workers start to come and set up for the wedding. <gasps> And I go, that we're not doing that. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not, uh, you know, wrap this up, fellas. They were setting up like the, uh, you know, the stage and the. Fewer chairs, please. Fewer chairs. We're going to wrap that up. (laughs) That's awkward, too. Can you set it up for? (laughs) Can you set it up for a dance party with, you know, half of what we were expecting before? (laughs) Well, and and, and and the, the really bad part of it was. The two families, which were together at that, you know, at the rehearsal dinner, dancing, just everybody went to their own camps. Yeah. And we still had like three days there. Uh, (laughs) That was pretty sweet. We still had three days. We sent our buddy home early. Like, hey, dude, get out of here. You know, like, we'll we'll put you on a plane. Send you back to, uh, and and it was more of like, hey, get your crap out of the apartment. Yeah. Because this is a psycho. That was Dodged a smart a move. That was a smart move. Like this is like she wound up remarrying like four months later somebody else. <gasps> so she's pretty serious about yeah. it. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes indeed. <laughs> but just me going because my wife goes, "Hey, I think they're setting up the wedding." And I go, oh. "Oh no, fellas." <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not going to need that. Wedding's been called off. <laughs> it's a no go. That's a no go on the uh, on the hopa. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. Is he okay now? <laughs> uh, has not, you know, gotten married. This was uh, been 11, 12 years ago. Wow. He's fine. Okay, that's good. He's fine. He's all right. <laughs> oh, man, Bill on Twitter says, uh, I had a friend that had a destination wedding and decided not to invite me because he didn't think I would come. I totally would have. Oh, man. Uh, you got to you got to oh, put it invite. out there. Yeah. I, I hate to say it though, they probably didn't invite you because they didn't invite you. Right? That could be too. Well, I said it's a good, a good friend. I had a friend that had a destination wedding and decided not to invite me because he didn't think I would come. That could just be his excuse. I didn't think, uh, think he'd come. I think he'd come. Yeah, mm. Mm. that's odd. I don't know. That's a lot of pressure, though, man, to be invited to one of those. Okay, here's another wedding one. And this story is, is, oh, boy. Liv, I would love your opinion on this. Oh, God. Okay, so wedding wedding preparation is undeniably stressful, okay? And it's part of the process 
right? That leads up to that special day. Arguably arranging, you know, the intricate de- details of your partner is, is, is it wholesome? I don't know. Is that, is that a good part of it? Does it bring you closer together? Does it tear you apart? Ideally, it would bring you together. Ideally. Okay. This woman took an alternate approach. She claimed that she planned her wedding day without even telling her husband they were getting married. No. <laughs> oh, wow. Were they at least engaged? They were engaged. So okay. she, they've been engaged for a long time. Oh, okay. It's one of those. Oh, okay. It's one of those. Oh, yeah. Uh, when do you get married? Um, I don't know. We they've, still haven't set a date. They've been engaged for years. five years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're happy. What's the rush? So they were engaged for five years. She spots the perfect wedding dress at a store. So she buys the dress and then just continued with the rest of the plans. Without Did him knowing. Nothing. He knew nothing. Eesh. Eesh, that's a bad, that's a bad move. Yeah. She's doing all this behind his back. Okay, and then she took to the internet, and she wrote, uh, help me guys reveal the secret wedding plans to my fiancé. <laughs> it's in two months. Our wedding is in two months. Fiancé doesn't even know about it. Hmm. She says, about a month ago, I found the dress, and I thought I may as well just continue with the plans. It's a small fair at a country house with about 28 family and friends. Um... Some people think maybe he'll be psyched. Like, oh, you planned this out. I didn't have to do anything. Awesome. There is a a small chance that maybe the delay is because he just doesn't want to be a part of it. You know, maybe he's just one of those guys that's like, oh, that would be awesome. I'm doing all this stuff over here. That'd be so cool if it was just planned for me and and whatever and great. Well, then he should communicate that. There's There's a lack of communication between these two people. Maybe he has communicated that. Maybe we Maybe. just don't know that about this yeah. story, and it's one of those scenarios where he's just like, oh, you know, like, it's just a... Surprise got, me, babe. Yeah, I got all this stuff going on. Maybe this ends up good. But you know what I mean? I mean, clearly, he's willing to marry her. He's already made that commitment. Well, he did five years ago. Luck well, can change in five years. Well, okay. That's a good point. <laughs> but, but maybe it's just like a thing where she was kind of waiting for him to, to, to get on the horse, and he's just kind of like, not a rider. <laughs> She should have, if you see a dress, you fall in love with it, great, get it. And then be like, hey, babe, by the way, I got this dress. Let's start, you know. Or there's a good way to drop it a hint going, taking a picture of it and going, hey, look what I found. Yeah, clearly yeah. the this best scenario. This is the perfect dress, wink, wink. <laughs> the best scenario would have been, here's a picture of this dress. Hey, can I just plan this and, and get it over with, take it off yeah. our plate and get it over with? Yeah. He may be excited. He may be psyched. I'm hoping he is. Like, oh, my God, yeah. you planned this whole thing? I'd have to do crap. Yeah. I'm sure he is, but if he's not, then this is a great time for her to realize that and be like, all right. Secret secrets are no fun. I, I was, you know, I was involved a little bit. My, and I will admit that my wife took care of most of the details on it. She says, hey, just, uh, hey. Don't be drunk or stoned. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? That was your direction? That was your your workload. Don't I'm get sure. We're in Jamaica. Uh, I just made the planning. The planning. I'm sure I did other things. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I cannot itemize them for you now, but I'm sure I did something. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was mission half accomplished, by the way. In my. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, half drunk, half stoned. Mission half accomplished. It was a lovely affair. It rained. 
Like it, it they say that's good luck. It, uh, I, you know, it actually turned out to be better. It actually turned out to be better. It didn't rain during the wedding. It rained when we were supposed to have the outside reception, mm. and uh, wound up bringing it inside, and it actually wound up being better. Oh, cool! Oh, that's awesome. Because everybody's giving speeches and laughing and hooting and hollering, which wouldn't have happened if it was outside. Oh, you don't think so? Uh, no, because it became it, the intimate affair became even more intimate. That's cool. Intimidier. Intimidier. <laughs> yeah, that is a word. And I appreciate you not inviting me. You, you knew that I wouldn't go. Uh, <laughs> this was when did I get married? Uh, it was after we knew each other. We just weren't close yet. Got married in two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah, I probably still wouldn't have invited you. <laughs> oh, I, when you wouldn't go. Well, you, right? you wouldn't go. I, I, go. I, yeah. I totally would have. Would go. I, I'd, I I'd invite Scott. To. Yes. <laughs> I would have gone. Uh, so, so people obviously have their opinions about this whole thing. Uh, again, s- somebody said partner's going to be psyched. Others claiming they hate the idea. Somebody wrote, you can't be serious. A second wrote, I would not be amused if this was done to me. Railroading him to a wedding. I don't see this going well. Now, the person said I would absolutely hate this. On the other hand, somebody wrote, my husband would have been ecstatic if I had done this. Wedding prep was so stressful for him, and he went along with whatever I wanted anyway. Meanwhile, somebody else found uh, middle ground, like, this is a gamble. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hope you know him well enough to know he'd like this. Yeah. That's the right answer. Maybe they have full trust. You know, like, we have, like, full transparency, incredible communication, my wife and I. But I also have full trust where if she made a decision without me, great. That's the ideal. It's a pretty major thing, though. I mean. Yeah, but that's all, maybe it's a major thing that a guy just doesn't want to think about. She knows him better than we do. Who knows? Yeah, I hope it works out. I hope it works out. I know people that have been in that scenario, and they're made, they're made for each other. It's not like a five—I've I've seen the five-year engagements go, and you're like, oh, boy, you guys are stretching this. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know go what I mean? to the courthouse. Yeah, yeah but, but, but <laughs> it's, at, at some point, I, I have seen some relationships that have the five- and six-year engagements, and these people are built for each other. So, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know what the holdup was. It probably was just the, ugh, seems like a hassle yeah. to put it all together. A family member of mine, they were engaged for almost 20 years. <laughs> Holy wow. smokes. And then they finally got married just a couple of years ago. And what was it? Was it just the, ah, you're just getting around to the hassle yeah, of it all? I, I think it was the hassle of it all. And, and they're like, well, we already lived together. We're already basically married. So if that, common it, law yeah. now. in that scenario, if one of them was to have planned everything and just told the other, it probably would have been fine, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, because they're both on the same wavelength. You know, they're, they're moving the same direction. So it would have yeah. been easy. Yeah, uh, listen, a wedding is expensive money. It's, I mean, they're expensive. Yeah, good point. Good point. And uh, yeah, I loaded. hope he's involved you know, <laughs> with the finances. It's hard to hide that kind of stuff. What's this uh, $8,000 charge? And don't worry about it. <laughs> it's the baked mustard chole. <laughs> there, I mean, there are you know major things you buy that you know obviously your partner should be involved right. in. I, I did show up with a new car once at my house. That, <laughs> that, that is over. the best. <laughs> <laughs> that is beep, so beep. good. Did you, were you expecting a, yay, you did it. You bought a new car. Where'd you know you were Well, when I I left the house (laughs) in one car. Gonna go get some milk, honey. With all intentions of just getting the license plates renewed. 
and then show up with a different car. That was an interesting conversation. We well, got new plates. Hey. Sure. Surrounded by a new car. <laughs> was that your plan when you left the house? No, no, it was not. <laughs> How do you go from... <laughs> Took care of my plates. Yeah. There was a line at the DMV, and there was a dealership right across the street. And I go, let me just... While, while... Wow, that's brilliant. Never knew. While I'm waiting, like I'd pulled a number. Like it was way far off. I'm like, let me go across the street. Holy smokes. And you purchased a vehicle. And and make it even worse. To make it even worse. You had to go back to the DMV what a, a month jerk later. This guy is. And I'm pointing at me. I bought a car. <laughs> so I was driving a Wrangler. Not a Jeep a, 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 a Cherokee. Okay. Like a Jeep Cherokee. I hated it. I remember this. I remember this. So I'd gotten ri- <laughs> so the first car I ever bought for myself when I moved to St. Louis, when I had enough money to purchase a car for me. Uh, we had bought my wife a car first, and uh, then it was my turn. Uh, I got a two-door Jeep Wrangler. Okay. Gray. Loved it. Soft top. That was my car. Manual transmission. And then I got a uh, Dodge Charger, which I also enjoyed. And when we were living in Chesterfield, uh, man, t- Winter winter roads, and we had a, a driveway that had an incline. And Ooh, not if, good if it was like that charger had so much power, uh, I couldn't get out of my driveway some days. Yeah. Not like a great If there was any car. ice, I would have to call somebody to come pick me up for work. <laughs> or I would have to get the car really going and kind of gun it backwards up the hill Yikes. and hope <laughs> that nobody is coming. So I said, okay, fine. I'll turn this car in and I'll get an adult car. You got the Grand Cherokee, didn't you? Or no, I got the regular. Oh. Regular. I went to the dealership, and I said, I'm going to trade in my Charger. I want to get a, a Cherokee. I'm like, I'm going to be an adult, low payment. I don't need all the bells and whistles. Just get me a plain Cherokee. Fine. <laughs> here it is. Plain Cherokee. And you hated it. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> he really hated did. it. I think did it have the cranks on the, like, guys, the window? Guys, I think I hate this thing. Yeah. Guys, this car sucks. <laughs> so when I went to go get the plates renewed, same dealership across the street. So I'm like, let me walk Mosey in there. I knew, you know, they were a sponsor at the time of the show. I walked in there and in the parking lot ah, was my old Jeep Wrangler. I mean, it was not, it was not yeah, yeah. an 03. Updated version. It was an updated version of my old Jeep Wrangler, two-door, manual transmission. And I'm driving around this piece of crap Cherokee, which I hate. <laughs> the kids were old enough at that point where they didn't really, you know, like the I didn't have to do the bucket seats anymore. Yeah, and you didn't have a ramp for a driveway anymore. Yeah. So my, I'm gonna, oh, let's just swap cars. Easy as that. So that's what I did. <laughs> Seems reasonable to me. Yeah, I like this. And I come home, I show up in the driveway, and, well, first my wife is calling, like, where the hell are you? <laughs> Long line. <laughs> I'm just filling out some paperwork. I'll be home soon. And I get to the driveway, ha, ha, everybody come out. Uh, went out of the <laughs> Cherokee. I got this Wrangler. I got my old car back. Aren't you excited for me? And she goes, couple things here. Number one. You got a two-door. We have two kids. One kid who plays hockey. Nothing could fit in this car. 
Nothing could fit in this car. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. It'll have low miles. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like the, the Jeep Wrangler, like trunks, the two-door, It's there's no trunk, basically. You can't fit anything in there. <laughs> Secondly, you got a manual transmission. I can't drive manual. <laughs> oh. And I go, this is not for you. Yeah. There you go, babe, oh, I thought about all of this. And here's my new two-door Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> you just got a toy for you. Yeah, that's... No. Rotten. Yeah. She goes, that's I can't good. drive this. She's going to have to teach me. I go, not on this car. <laughs> <laughs> not on my new Jeep. <laughs> oh, no, not on my, not new, on my new Jeep. Yeah, I don't no, think no. so. <laughs> that was uh, That's me. That's on me, guys. Were you thinking at all? I was not thinking. Oh, okay. Well, there was no thought. It was question. just completely selfish. How long did that car last? Uh, a couple months until I had a... I'm like, you're right. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? This, I, that's when I got the four-door. Oh, okay. You got the four-door automatic. I got the four-door automatic, <laughs> which is basically an, an SUV. Yeah. yeah. It's an SUV. But you're happier. You're happier. Uh, way happier. Way happier. Yeah. But something I should have talked to my wife about. <laughs> Yeah, so she could remind you that you have children. <laughs> she goes, you know you have two kids. <laughs> what? what did What's that? that? It was, it it was just was an impulse. Oh, it was almost like a light from the heaven oh. shined down onto that car. And I go, hate this car, love that car. It only makes sense. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It was almost like an even swap, too. There was like very low miles on that Cherokee. Yeah. Have your kids uh, uh, put, like, dibs on your cars yet? Yes, and I go, this is not happening. There's no dibs. Yeah, my kids have been There's dibs no dibs in. on anything. My kids were so upset when I got rid of uh, the Challenger because that was going to be my car. You man. can't call dibs. I was like, no, what? that's dibs. And then so upset when I got rid of the truck. That was going to be my car. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of right. I see where you're going with this. My brother-in-law owns a junkyard in New Jersey. You probably got one of those cars. Oh, boy. Lucky. Really? So no plans? No plans to hand over the Wrangler or any of that stuff? No. It's... You won't get a new one? No, I like this car a lot. <laughs> I like this car a lot. I've, I've, I'm happy. I got the hand-me-downs. Or the, 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 the first oh, car was, was the grandpa's car and then my dad's car. Like, my wife's brother owns a salvage yard. Perfect for a first car. Yeah. You don't want him to have a nice car for no, a first No, of course car. not. You're an idiot until you're 27, so. I mean, one of these West County kids driving around in a new BMW? Not in this oh. house. <laughs> you got to drive a piece of crap like your father did. <laughs> I went through the pain. You'll go through the pain. Your mother and father drove pieces of crap first. <laughs> so will you. Made us the people we are. Your car will die in the middle of Page Avenue. Right. You need to know what that's like. You need to walk to work at least five times before you're 20. <laughs> All right, let's do this. And don't think I'm a monster, by the way, because, you know, my wife and I have a very good relationship. No, I, everything is all right. I've met her. She seems very happy. So. We're all happy. <laughs> we all have our things. Sometimes I don't think. No. It, 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 it You know, it's, everything's a learning. Everything's a learning thing. But you're not going to do it again with a car anyway. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, today's Team Rizmember the Day is brought to you by... 
Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com. Slash Team Riz from St. Peter's, Katie Ratcliffe is our team. Yeah, Katie. Yeah. Uh, Katie is an avid, everyday listener of The Riz Show. She's gotten her entire family hooked on this program, including her dad, her brothers, and her kids. Oh, wow. Katie, it's amazing. Uh, Katie loves how each member of The Riz Show brings their own unique perspective to things. So thank you, Katie Ratcliffe from St. Peter's. Our Team Riz member of the day gets super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, podcasters, Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whatever you drive, car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you can count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town guaranteed. And you can count on Dobbs uh, service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs with 43 stores, including Dobbs newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. Take the time to check out Dobbs money-saving February specials at go2dobbs.com and drive into any of the Dobbs 43 convenience store locations for expert tire and auto service and for fantastic savings using Dobbs February deals today. Go2dobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. Hey, Riz here. I'm going to ask you to do something. Predict the future. You can't. It's impossible. You can't predict the future. Think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Uh, is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? You can change your life in just four months. Not four years, four months. And that's thanks to Centric. You see, Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world, technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired, even if you have no IT experience. And cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in demand. And Centric can train you for that brand new career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in four months. And military men and women, you could use your GI Bill to go to Centric. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. That's Centric. Change your life in four months. Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057.com. Slash Riz, the socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. Also, send your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Liv is here this morning. Craig's is freaking the week coming up. 
I'm very excited about this. And, uh, and the people seem to love it. I don't know if it's just the way I read it. If I add some innocence to these. Your, your thoughts, though, uh, initially. Is there a clear winner? Do you see a clear winner here? I don't think so. There, there's a couple I, I'm going back and forth with. I, I think you got two main contenders. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Two of the three. <laughs> Could be closer than I think. Uh, also, uh, we'll give away some prizes. We've got Point Fest tickets. We have a Practical Jokers tickets. We have tickets for Clombus's Lover's Soiree over Red Flag this coming Saturday. Is uh, Clombus coming in tomorrow? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I think he's coming in really? uh, for uh, yeah later in the show. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Oh, I'm going to get an autograph. He's on clown hours. Yeah, so, yeah, uh... he, comes, <laughs> he comes and goes as he pleases. I believe we also have tickets for the Party Gras tent down in DB's. Down yeah. at DB's and Soulard for Mardi Gras, which is a week from Saturday, which is nuts. It's going to be fun. That is a week from Saturday. A week yes. from Saturday. You better get ready. Oh, man, I was born ready. <laughs> you got two sets that day. I know. I demand entertainment. Yes, oh, sir, you will be entertained. <laughs> and you will be singing. Because he said, you know, you got to I said I'm a terrible stuck. singer. I would like, I'll play cowbell. Yes. I'll dance in the back. I think the main, the main thing here is that Liv and I have secured a ride. Yes. <laughs> secured a ride? We've secured a ride down to Mardi Gras. Yeah, going to involve some off-roading. It's going to be great. Yeah, buddy Ryan's going to come pick us up. It really oh, is. nice. Really I just want to so do with parking. Yeah. He's it the really best is so fun. Other than the parking, everything is so fun. Well, you want you want to get in on this? Not the more the merrier. You would have to backtrack. Oh, okay. It might be worth, worth it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. You'll have to be in the bed of the truck, though. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> what do you mean? You're not teching for us? You're not setting up drums? <sighs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> Okay. Just because wow, we don't pay you. I know. Man, super messed up. <laughs> Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. In Zoo News. In Zoo News. <laughs> In your Zoo News. <laughs> In today's Zoo News. <laughs> so, and, and so is it Andean? A-N-D-E-A-N? Andean. Yeah, Andean. Like, Andy's, and Andy, like the Andes Mountains. An right? Andean bear uh, got out of his enclosure at the St. Louis Zoo on Tuesday. <gasps> Our very own zoo? Our free zoo. Which, with Ooh. new bear enclosures, by the way. So Ooh. a bear got out of its enclosure at the St. Louis Zoo Tuesday morning. The staff had to initiate emergency protocol. Bear, bear <laughs> protocol. Which I would love to know what that is. That's probably clearing yeah. unnecessary staff. I would like to know the steps. Oh, I bet you it's so involved. Of bear protocol. <laughs> I bet you you get a job emptying the trash at the zoo, and you know a lot about those protocols. Wouldn't you think? I mean, oh, I would think. Yeah. Uh, animals out. Like, okay, listen, if you ever hear this alarm, <laughs> go <Run>. here. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you ever hear this alarm, don't look back. Yeah. If a bear like approaches codes. you, they yeah. go over all the tickle spots, all that kind of stuff to help take down the bear. Like if you're at Walmart and they say code whatever, that means a certain thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah code spotted is uh, leopards are after us. <laughs> So this bear got out, and it was before the zoo opened. Um, it's op- you know happened outside operating hours. Uh, you know everything was all good. You know before they obviously let yeah people in. Uh, here's the story: around eight o'clock Tuesday morning, zoo staff found that Ben the bear had managed to get out from his enclosure in the in the river's edge. Well, he sounds gentle. Mm-hmm. About an hour and a half later, <laughs> they got the bear corralled. And tranquilized and back into the space. Whew, crisis averted. 
An hour and a half, though. Jeez, that's a long time. Yeah, but all, all things considered, all the animals that could have gotten out, a bear's probably the worst. Yeah, they're the teddy, <laughs> they're teddy bear next to a lion. You know, well, that's what I'm saying. You got all the big cats. Yeah, Indian bear. That's probably that's a it's a big black bear. I have no idea, but it should be in its enclosure at all times. Stripe on its uh, chest. Is he the one that's against fires in the forest, or that's smoky? Yeah, it's not Andy. They're also called speckled bears. Are they? I mean, I don't know. Big bear? Let's see. I think yeah, so. If I remember right, that's the one with the, like, the kind of white spot. Looks, as far yeah, as animals I don't want to see out of their enclosures, probably the big cats and then a bear. <laughs> <laughs> About Dude, a 240 pounds as an adult. There's an incredible staff And the snakes there. are some I, of those. I met some of the trainers, uh, some of the sea lion trainers, and um, amazingly kind people. And uh, the, I forgot the guy's name. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he's still there. He was the big cats and, and bear guy, the like the trainer that does that. Super, super involved, quite a character, super awesome dude, very, very connected with those animals. And when he would go by the grizzly or wherever it was, he would, like, do a sign and the grizzly would kind of wave Howdy. at him. Yeah. And, dude, Howdy. they let us, uh, <laughs> they brought they brought a buddy and I uh, down into that pit where they where they feed the, the, the lions, in between the lions and the tigers and bears, oh my. Oh my. And uh, we got to be right up next to the bars with that tiger. Dudes, I know that tiger looks huge from, you know, 30 yards up or whatever. When you stand next to that thing and they feed it and it stands up nine feet tall over you. That is an animal. (laughs) Guys, there's a primal thing in your brain that goes, I got to get away. I got to get away. Well, Uh, they said everything was under control, you know, all good. Nobody was hurt. Ben the bear tranquilized back into the enclosure. Um, So how did he get out? And the zoo's like, it was nobody's fault. Like, nobody tampered with anything. Right. Uh, they said that the bear was playing with just the right spot on the steel mesh, which was surrounding the outdoor habitat. And a cable gave way, and oh. the bear just walked out. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> just went for a stroll. Yeah. I wonder if that's one of those, if they don't have a code thing to this, tell everyone, uh, they just yell over the system, hey, everyone, pause. Pause. Oh man, something. <laughs> I'm telling you, I feel like a bear is not the not the worst thing you could get out there. Definitely not. You yeah, could, a lion. I feel like you could reason with a bear. A lion. If that lion or that tiger gets <laughs> out. Famous last words. I feel like you could reason with. <laughs> no, a bear. I, 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 got I this. mean a zoo bear. <laughs> Let me reason with him. <laughs> Let me reason. If he grew up at the zoo, I'll call Moon in. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't want any part of this. I'm just saying. I feel like when I saw him interacting with the interacting with the bears, I actually thought. Holy cow! I think he's friends with these guys. Like there, there's like, there's something there. The tiger and the lion. I don't think there's something. Yeah, there. but if you notice, all the trainers there always carries uh, like a big ball of yarn when they're <laughs> dealing with the cats. Have you uh, have you ever seen a bear in a tutu? I can't say that I. Have. I have. I have. I saw one ride a motorcycle. Wait, you saw it live? Yes. Circus? Wait, we were together. No, no, it was a family thing. It was right? a family thing. When I was first started dating my wife. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They used to throw these giant. Parties, um, so Brighton Beach, Brooklyn. They call uh, I don't know if it's that way anymore. It's at Little Odessa, which is where a lot of the uh, Russians would se- settled coming into the country. Uh, so a huge Russian community, and they would have these entertainment venues and like big giant catering halls, and there'd be singing and dancing and food at. You know, f- food for miles. It was my my wife's grandparents' fiftieth wedding anniversary. It was the first party I ever went to, and this was. It started at like eight o'clock and went to like four in the morning. 
we just started dating. Maybe we were dating maybe a month. And she goes, I, you know, I want you to come to my grandparents' 50th. I go, okay. She goes, it's going to be, I'm warning you, this is going to be a little crazy. Okay. I've never been to a Russian party before. And if you're Russian, you know what I'm talking about. And underneath the awning, like the marquee, like under, it's almost like a cathedral, like you're going into like a concert hall. There is a bear in a tutu. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassed. He's, greeting, he's blushing. Uh, greeting people. Is it behind a cage or no, anything or just, no, just there? No, like with a chain and a handler. See, you can reason it's with fine. bears. Yeah. <laughs> you can reason. Zoo bears. And that's how you were greeted coming to the party. Yeah. By a bear. Jeez. By a bear and a tutu standing on its hind legs. I just I just looked up some pictures of little Odessa and that's awesome. Like all the storefronts, everything are all in Russian. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's amazing. You are never gonna see a lion greeting people at a Russian no, party. No, you wanna. Nope. You're never gonna see a tiger greeting people at any type of party. Eh, maybe Mike Tyson's party. Maybe a Mike yeah. Tyson party. But this I go, is that a bear and a tutu? She goes, Yep. Like it, like it was <laughs> like every it day. Phase like her. it was an everyday thing. I go, hey, was that, uh, did I just, is that a real bear in it's a fine. tutu? Like a ballerina tutu? She goes, yeah. We saw that bear riding a motorcycle uh, that one day that the, uh, the the last day the elephants were at the circus. Remember? Well, before they escaped. Well, that was. Remember the, the elephants escaped up in St. Charles? That elephants was the same escaped? day. The same day. Oh, yeah, the zoo elephants. They. Got loose at the family arena. Well, they weren't the zoo elephants. You, you're talking about the circus ones. Oh, sorry, the circus elephants. Yeah, circus ones. Could they be reasoned with? the zoo. Well, be uh, careful I'm, when you're in St. Charles right now. You say that. <laughs> no, yeah, they, uh, they, they, there was something. They got a little weird, and then um, I think they destroyed a couple cars. If not, yeah. Not so mistaken. they, they were not a part of that evening circus. So the bear got some extra time. Ta- your time to shine. Your time to shine, Ben. Bear, you're up. <laughs> now we've heard Moon uh, talk in the past about Indonesia. You've been to Indonesia. Yes. Uh, and and they don't screw around when it comes to bringing drugs into the country. They do not play with drugs. And you've talked about the signs they have at the airport. First experience I had, we uh, we landed in Jakarta, and um, there's a big banner, and I mean like a building-sized banner, and it said something to the effect of, bring drugs, you die, and it had a big uh, gun. It just had a hand and a gun, as if, <laughs> if you bring drugs, they'll shoot you before you get out of this building. Right. Wow. Like you've been warned. It was a warning. Clear now, as day. Yeah. <laughs> you've been warned. There's no gray area here. Yikes. Bring drugs, you will be killed. Well, okay. Um, mm. Moon was right, you know, when he talked about it. A uh, 19 year old looking at facing a firing squad. Oh, she's, boy. If she's found guilty of smuggling drugs into the country, 19 years old. She's fr- she is from Brazil. She was arrested at Bali International Airport after three kilos of cocaine were found packed into her luggage. Now, three oh. kilos is a lot. Wow, dude. Yikes. Three kilos is a lot. Um, and it's the firing squad is the is the penalty? Yeah. I freaking told you well, they the, weren't lying. The luggage had made its way through airports Gosh. in both Brazil and Qatar before being found in Indonesia. And because of their crazy, tough anti-drug laws, this woman is facing the very real possibility of being sentenced to death if she is convicted of trafficking. They don't play. Now, she said she was tricked into smuggling the coke by a gang who hired her, telling her to visit um, one of the temples on the island. So she said that her mom had recently had a stroke, and she was looking for a Buddhist temple to pray for a cure. So she says. Now, according to Indonesian law, if somebody is smuggling, 
more than one kilo of marijuana or five grams of cocaine, you could be put on death row or face <laughs> life imprisonment. Wow. Five grams. She had three kilos. She, oh. Yikes. Yeah, so if it is a deal where she is forced to do that, that's a... Uh... I wonder if they'll be reasonable there, but probably not, huh? How would you prove that? I don't know, man. Yeah. I just know that they don't play and they tell you up front. I, I would think, like, like, hey, it's three kilos. We ain't playing around. So if we let her, you know, go. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna make an example out of her at this point. Oh, boy. I had a friend that had a tendency, and this is before things were starting to get legal and all that, um, early, I, I guess late aughts, you know, 2007, 8, 9, Ton of touring, he worked for a lot of big bands, and he had a tendency to uh, take his stuff wherever he wanted. And he had, like, methods of taping it here, there, and all that. And I remember I, I saw somewhere or heard a band he was working for was going to Indonesia. And I called him. I was like, dude, I know your things. I know what you do. Please do not try to get anything in there. And it wasn't, like, big amounts. It was like, you know, he was taking weed wherever he was going. And I was like, I'm telling you, man, please don't do it. Please, nope. for, for for whatever whatever's important to you, don't do it, please. Because they don't play. Well, we'll follow this. We'll follow this story. I'm curious how this is gonna how this is gonna end up. Uh, nearly every social media outlet had outages yesterday. Hope you guys survived. <gasps> Made it through. Man. I heard about YouTube. Throughout the afternoon and evening, reports of Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, and YouTube uh, reports were those were down. At, at one point or another. Uh, you know that that uh, down detector? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you heard a down detector? Oh, yeah. Uh, it kept up with the outage reports. Uh, a representative for Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram, said a technical issue caused some people to have trouble accessing our products. We resolved the issue as quickly as possible. Uh, Twitter's support account wrote, Twitter may, ne- name, uh, may not be working as expected for some of you. Sorry for the trouble. We're aware and working to get this fixed. Users were also not able to access YouTube's homepage for some for some time. So tell me what what's the connection there? These are these are all separate companies. I mean, nobody's saying anything. Do, 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 do. Was the AOL? Nobody's saying hate, anything. Hate to be conspira- conspiratorial, but I don't think it's conspiratorial to think there's something. What we have, like, please, somebody well, tell me of, the connection. Yeah, I mean, the weird. Remember, we had the airline thing went down in the U.S. We had to ground all the flights mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and the day either before or after Canada did the same thing and then a week before it was like Indonesia or something had the same problem and that's just oops old systems oh just a coincidence yeah just nothing to think about nothing to think about it's all a goof Every day, the conspiracy theorists are truth tellers. We got balloons <laughs> floating across the country. We got Twitters out yesterday. We got bears walking around. Bears are escaping. Yeah. Connect the dots. Cats and dogs. Can, I, I feel like I feel like Charlie Day from uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philly." I just started getting into that I with the with the strings now. and the and the different pictures on the wall. Yeah. With this bear escape, now I'm finally gonna start connecting dots. That's a good call. All right, this next story and this next product, it's so simple, it's brilliant. There is a new pill to treat constipation, Hmm. but it doesn't contain any drugs. Any ideas what this could be? Vegetables. Yeah. No. Eat a damn salad (laughs) and get some fiber. No. It's a pill that vibrates. Oh, man. Oh, that would be weird. Feeling it go through your intestines. And the brand name is Vibrant. (laughs) 
That's a great name. The FDA approved the pills in August, and they just became available as a prescription this week. So you take one pill each night before bed, and the vibration stimulates nerve cells in your gut that gets everything going. I'm thinking it's just in there kind of breaking everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that better than the liquid stuff you just drink? I don't know. This is There's no drugs involved here. There's nothing. And then oh, just, the other one has. Oh, okay. That's a good call. And then you just pass it. Huh. Like once everything's broken up and just go on through. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And, and Until which, somebody gets a hold of it via Wi-Fi <laughs> or Bluetooth. I don't want nothing. Now they got control I don't want nothing your mapping my GI tract. No. <laughs> <laughs> now they got control of your innards, Tony. <laughs> Get out of here, Ben. <laughs> Evacuate. You know that's, that's Evacuate. Evacuate. You know that's a thing. <laughs> Now the terrorists are mapping your insides. <laughs> Don't let them in. They're going to know your entire GI tract in no time, Tim. <laughs> you got your Roomba mapping your house? <laughs> now you got this mapping your insides. <laughs> they so, know exactly what your colon looks like. <laughs> you know that's going to be a thing. So, so you have to activate each pill before you swallow it. And then it vibrates for like two hours, stops for six hours, and then starts vibrating again for another two hours. Can you feel it on the inside? I guess the buzz, they buzz for like three seconds at a time, followed by a three-second pause. Doctors tested it on 200 people who suffer from persistent constipation, meaning fewer than three bowel movements a week. 40% said it helped them go at least one time more a week. Uh, there was also less straining involved, which is good. Don't want to pop a hemorrhoid. So, <laughs> so, some people could feel the pills vibrating inside them. That's, I guess that's your answer. Okay. Whoa. But that's what you're saying. Said it was not uncomfortable. It wasn't painful. I, I would have. Woo. <laughs> I think yeah, imagine it starts vibrating on the way out. Woo. <laughs> and then he just and then pass it out. If you can yeah. feel it, that's wild to think. It, this this would be the first time you know when you pass something. So they currently cost 69 bucks a month, nice. not covered by insurance yet. But I would think if you're if you're backed up like chronically, 69 bucks a month. Yeah, I guess you try anything you can. Yeah. Uh, here's here's how it works. Vibrant is not a laxative and works with your body's natural process. Simply swallow with a glass of water. Vibrant's unique drug-free approach uses gentle vibrations to stimulate the colon mechanically. The pre-programmed timing of the mechanical stimulation is thought to improve the natural colonic mobility by leveraging the colon's biological clock. The disposable capsule is expelled with natural bowel movements. You know, our whole life we're, we're taught to not mix electricity and water. This it's is battery. Different. This is different. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, it's a battery. Don't eat batteries except So you this have one. this like like this pod, like this pod and you put the pill on the pod and it activates it. Wait, what? I, I gotta look up a picture here. Does it have like a little chain so you can collect it later, or how do you get the uh, the pod back? You just no, 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 no. You, so to activate the pill, mm-hmm. you have to put it in this like holder, and it activates oh, the yeah. pill, and then you. So what what happens so, if I get punched in the gut or something real hard? You take this, it before bed, bzz, and this it's, thing gets damaged. Yeah, but yeah, but you don't pass it in the morning. Listen, yeah. I don't know. If you're if you're backed up, doctor. You, but what I'm is. taking from this is that if you have vibration your colon works a little bit better so maybe 
there's an other trick that's I don't know called moving, where you just know, so you know walk around or something. Maybe that helps. Good vibration. Some people, some some people have that issue, man. I know, I know. But I'm saying they're Especially saying it's vibrating. So I knew you can go sit on a, a I knew, car ride or something. I knew somebody <laughs> thought I was weird because I went every day, and I was like, what? What, what do you mean? What, what how, you know, how much do you go? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, two, three times a week. And I went, what? Yeah, that's, that's they're a candidate for vibrance. And they huh. thought that was normal because they've well, never known anything different. Pills, man, pain pills, man. Uh, pain pills. Yeah, they, they back you up. That backs you up. Um, have you met a schnooks yet and seen the robot? Yes. Yeah. The scanner robot? Yeah, the scanner robot. Yeah. It's kind of cute. So this type of thing, <laughs> this is the type of thing our, our robot overlords will someday... We'll use someday to prove they were mistreated. So four years ago, the grocery store chain Giant started adding robot helpers at all its locations, like Schnucks. Giant is mostly in, like, eastern Pennsylvania. Um, the robots are all named Marty, and they're six foot four. They have big, googly eyes, wheel around, scanning inventory, and looking for spills, just like the ones at Schnucks. So the googly eyes kind of make them, you know, look like they're enjoying it, but maybe not. Because this week, a Marty at a store near Allentown, Pennsylvania, made a run for it. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody Go posted Marty. a video <laughs> after it escaped right through the front doors and whoop, made its way through the parking lot. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, Marty. Now, luckily, the, these things don't move very fast. So an employee was able to easily, like, catch it and take him back. So, Come on this way, Marty. Vitrinquized it and got it back. <laughs> he reasoned with it. <laughs> and there's a video. There's a video of this thing rolling, like rolling in the parking lot, and whoever posted the clip joked that he, uh, you know, almost made it to freedom before he was wrangled back to his grocery prison. <laughs> hey, I've seen Westworld. That's awesome. These robots are not happy. <laughs> and uh, finally, in your news, another product to tell you about, and this seems like one of those technologies that's totally unnecessary, but but would actually be pretty convenient if it went mainstream and was affordable. So scientists from Penn State have created a smart diaper with built-in with a built-in sensor that's able to send parents a push notification on their phone <laughs> when their kid's diaper needs to be changed. Don't they let you know that a lot of the time? Usually the odor lets you know that. <laughs> it's not the smell, it's the cry. <laughs> or the odor. And not only that, but it, it it can provide levels of dirtiness. Maybe like here, there's a little tinkle to, holy hell, you're going to need gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so the smart diapers are made of paper and include sodium chloride, which is salt, a graphite, a circuit board, and a tiny lithium battery. This, I don't want any of this stuff no, on uh, my kid. Yeah. Don't these lithium batteries explode? Overheat or something. Once it gets wet, um, once it gets wet, uh, the graphite reacts with the liquid and sodium chloride, and as it's absorbed into the paper, electrons will set will set off a sensor. Now, the diapers are still in a development stage, so I don't know when this is going to be available, and, and, and more importantly, how much it would cost. This actually is kind of neat, because whenever the uh, diaper gets some liquid in it, it shorts it out, so it starts smoking, so you know that <laughs> yep. they filled it up. That's Somebody's cool. a little smoky. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's, uh, here's an explanation. Smarty, a connected smart brief connecting real-time health information and sharing it instantaneously with caregivers and family members. It can alert the staff when the patient's brief or diaper is wet or soiled. Monitor for abnormal body movement, abnormalities in the urine, temperature changes, and more. 
The Bluetooth-enabled Smarty Pup attaches to a disposable adult brief or diaper with built-in sensors that well, detect conditions okay. and provides alerts instantaneously. Okay, so, so that description is more for an adult. I trust it more that than an adult than a baby. That description is more like, you know, an adult maybe oh. at, a, at a care facility. But okay, they are saying it's for, it would be for kids, too. For babies. It's still under development. Yeah. So are the patients. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I remember changing some diapers. It's tough. Some. And when it goes up the back. Yeah. Well, how? I remember this... you seeing them, but didn't you say you never changed one? What? I changed five. What? Five. That's right. How? One hand. One hand. What? What? You, you're learning a lot today, it's aren't you? a story you? for another day. I don't want <laughs> to see more like a monster that I'm, I'm already painted myself out to be. <laughs> Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. <laughs> story oh, for another God. day, guys. Yeah. Not going to get into that now. Under development. <laughs> All right, up after the break, the Craigslist Freak of the Week. All right, so Liv is here. We got three brand new ads. Uh, Moon, if you would open up the chat room. Okay. Open up the chat room. We need your name suggestions for these freaks. 1057thepoint.com slash. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay, out on the deck yesterday. Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy, or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there. Uh, you're gonna get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was it was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville fence deck we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. 
locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, Riz. Uh, you can also send us your instant feedback with your name suggestions. Liv will read the three ads, and then you will vote for your favorite ad via Twitter at R-I-Z-T. Hey, folks, Chris Kerber here. You're listening to The Riz Show, and, uh, well, I guess we have to do this because they asked me to. Happy birthday, Riz. I don't think this has ever been said. I'm so lucky to be stuck in traffic right now. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that. But maybe, maybe we should be grateful, or more grateful at least. According to a new report, commuting to and from work can actually be good for your mental health. Now, mind you, when we come in, we, we don't hit any traffic. Now, I don't mind my commute. I actually look at my commute as a chance to be by myself, listen to whatever I want to listen to, music, podcasts. I enjoy my 25-minute drive into work every day. Do you? Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I do get to catch up on some podcast stuff. It's it's a rare time of being alone, really. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, other than when I'm working or, or you know, producing or writing music or something, I'm, I'm never really alone. So the car time in the morning is nice alone time. Yeah. So after, so they say after a year, you know, after a year of the pandemic, you know, experts noticed that a lot of people working from home missed commuting. And a study found it might have to do with something called liminal space. Basically, it means transitional time. When there's a break from work and life stress. In other words, you get time by yourself to unwind. And researchers tested the theory with a bunch of commuters. And in general, longer commutes gave people more time to relax and detach from everything. I do find that when I'm driving into work, I kind of, my mind kind of clears out. My yeah, mind yeah. clears out until, until I get to 270 and olive. It's almost a meditation. I mean, not not it, it I, is actual. It is actually. It's, yeah, it's a I think it would, is. Until I get to two seventy and olive, then I start thinking about the show. Wow. Yeah. When I was out in L.A. and get stuck in those traffic, there'd be times where I'd realize it might be thirty or forty minutes. There's no music, no podcast, or anything, and just and uh, it was amazing. Just enjoy Peaceful the Peaceful time. I grew a lot in that moment. Well, you just have to. You just have to avoid thinking about work or stressful stuff at home. Instead, that you know they say use your Use the time to listen to the radio or call a friend. And for people who come, who work from home, they say it might be a good idea to manufacture your own sort of commute. Like taking a 15-minute walk before and after work each day, if that's possible. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think this, there's a lot of truth to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say if you're working from home, you need to develop some sort of a routine, like your own closing duties, so you can mentally transition from one thing to the well, next. Well, like get dressed. Right. Like put on some decent clothes, you slob. Like stop <laughs> going to work in your pajamas. Right. As soon as you're done, yeah, put your pajamas back on. That'll right. help you mentally make that transition. Yeah. But, but take a shower, for God's sake. You haven't showered in weeks. <laughs> Well, I know people that go know to work and don't do That's that. That's smell is. Hey. All right, let's get this uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. So, Liv is here. We got uh, three new ads for you. We're going to Mexico. We're going to Toronto. Oh, we're going to England today. Hey. Hey. Oh, oh, over. 
So Liv will read the ads. Uh, after she's done reading each ad, you guys will name them. Hop in the Riz Show chat room at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. We'll also take some of your uh, suggestions from the feedback on the 1057 The Point mobile app. We'll name the ads, and then when Liv is done reading the third and final ad, we will vote for our favorite one and one of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. So, Liv, let's get to it. Ad number one. Naked bike trip. Mail for anyone. 55, Puerto, Vallarta, Mexico. Calling any expat that is ready for a new trip of a lifetime. I've lived here for a few years now and have found the best, best paths in the jungle to truly enjoy this exotic and exciting area. We will leave from my place this Friday and set off into a weekend jungle biking trip. I have a bike if you need one, or we can use my tandem. Leaving everything behind. That's right, we will not take clothes except for our helmets, some camping supplies, and a bit of food. I know a perfect place to camp for the weekend. It's miles from here and very remote. We will get to know each other around a campfire and wait for the spark to hit us. The per perfect place to live out our wildest dreams. Nothing is off limits. I love using what we find in the jungle to help our romantic time together. Living or man-made. You know, sticks, bugs, or trash. You need to be a submissive personality. I like to be aggressive and I am very experienced. Send pick. I prefer a pretty lady, but a man can apply. Not really my thing, though. Okay, you are definitely getting murdered. <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely taking a one-way bike trip uh, into the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, this this thing, uh, I love using what we find in the jungle to help our romantic time together. Yeah. Living or man-made. I don't understand that part. You know, sticks, bugs, or trash. Trash. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's exciting. But but I guess if you're smart and you want strategy, um, how easy are tandem bikes by themselves? So maybe you need to choose that one so you definitely are leaving and Oh, that's good thinking. Thank you. Thank you. I also don't understand why you can't bring a backpack and just put your clothes in a backpack. <laughs> Doesn't want that What's, to be an that's option. That's exciting. <laughs> There's leaves. You can just, you know. Like Adam and Eve style? Yeah, yeah, go that route. I, but, like, they even make bicycle shorts that have padding because bike seats are not comfortable, yeah, yeah, even yeah, with yeah. clothes on. Uh, yeah, that's gross. That's, yeah. Huh. Okay, well, Yucky. there you go. Naked bike trip uh, out in Mexico. Going to go into the jungle and... Hey, if you're submissive, that's a plus because I'm very aggressive. <laughs> uh, names. Uh, Channing Tandem. Ooh. Pretty good. Uh, uh, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Bikel Buble. Uh, Bike Tyson. Bike Myers. Cycle J Fox. Wow. Wow. Ooh, man, Lance Armstrong is pretty That's, good. Yeah. You can't yeah. beat that. Cycle, Cycle Keaton. Well, okay. going with Lance. I'm writing down Lance Armstrong. <laughs> so we're going to dash, like A R M dash Schlong. Why don't you choose the sign? I, how would it? I don't Liz, think there's a dash. Like if you're going Lance Armstrong, you just yeah. it's okay. Armstrong, but with schlong. Yeah. Arm, S C H L O N G. Yes. Yep. Armstrong. <laughs> All right, Lance Armstrong, it is. All right, let's get to ad number two. Here we go, Liv. Little Bobby, man for woman, 35 years old, Toronto. Hi. 
I'm little Bobby, and I identify as a three-year-old. If you're not into adult baby role, you can stop reading right now. I'm looking for a new mommy. Little Bobby needs his diaper changed right now. It's very dirty. I made a boom boom, and you have to <laughs> clean up. <laughs> You've got to help toilet train little Bobby. I have toilet time videos and books to guide you. When you come over, bring diapers, wipes, powder, and ointment. Little Bobby's got a rash on his big fat hiney. Don't be shocked when you walk in. My nursery is still under construction, and it's a bit messy at Little Bobby's place. If you happen to know an open-minded handyman, that would be a positive. You and I will make a great team. Please call soon. FYI, you'll need to feed me after my diaper change. I'm going to need a big-breasted woman. <laughs> Looks are of no concern to Little Bobby. Wow, this is like super creepy. <laughs> He sounds like a sweet guy, little Bobby. He's little Bobby. <laughs> I mean, should this just be little Bobby? I mean, Bobby's he's already little, named himself. Yeah, little little Bobby. I mean, little Bobby's. I, if he named himself, he named himself. I mean, it, I, this is one of the only ads that named himself. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> we can't we can't let that go. They're not unnoticed. Someone yeah. said, "Boom, boom, Bobby." <laughs> little Bobby. Uh, any uh, thoughts on on this? I like that he specifies that you don't need to be attractive. You just have to have big boobs. Yeah. Well, I think he's almost looking for like a nanny, right? Like a nanny type of. Yeah. Like yeah. a nanny type of thing going on here. Clean my butt. Feed me. Clean my hiney. My big fat hiney. <sighs> I want to know what this guy's place looks like. My nursery is still under construction and a bit messy. Yeah, that sounds uh, Like, do we have a contractor like start and then stop and go, I am... Not about this. Maybe little Bobby attempted it himself and realized it was in over his head. <laughs> it's too much for little Bobby. Little Bobby. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, maybe big Bobby's lazy and little, <laughs> little Bobby is stuck with the trash. All right. Uh, here we go with ad number three. Liv, coming at you. Prego. Man for woman. 29 years old. Sheffield, England. Before you go further, just know that this is sexual. <laughs> my mom was pregnant with my half-siblings more than half my childhood, so that might explain a lot of this. But there is another problem I'm trying to solve. My mom and her husband are constantly nagging me about being in a relationship and having babies. My half-brother is getting married, and I need a girl at my side to go to the wedding with a full belly, and I'm not talking about meat pies. I need you either <laughs> pregnant for real already or willing to wear a big pad belly so I can pass you as my girlfriend having my baby. We'll talk out possible names and a backstory beforehand so we have our stories straight for everyone there. We'll even get a fake positive pregnancy test if we need to. As far as the reality of it, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Now, back to the sex. I'd love to try it with you and the belly. <laughs> if it's a pad, I need you to really sell it to me that you're pregnant while we smash. I watch a lot of preg porn, but I'm not sure if I'm really into it in real life, so you can help me figure it out. The girl I've been with in the past told me I was really good, so you'll get a guaranteed good throttling. <laughs> Put Papa in the subject line in pics of your belly. All right. I can't see this plan working out for this, <laughs> yeah, <I don't, laughs> for this guy. Yeah, I, I was kind of supportive at first. Like, okay, it's a little weird, but then I got to, you know, he wants to have sex with a person with a belly. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> oh man, I, where, where do you start with this? Um, 
Do you need to get a fake positive pregnancy test? Do people ask for that? I don't know. No. Sheila's pregnant? I don't believe it. Show me the test. Give me well, the clear blue. Show me the test. Well, I guess you could take a picture of it. Yeah, you can Google uh, a positive pregnancy test and a million will come up. Yeah, I guess you probably don't carry those around. You don't believe me? <laughs> yeah, I, go pee on this. It makes more sense to have like an ultrasound picture. <laughs> Everybody has that. Like, yeah. see my little peanut? Oh, man, there's some really clever ones coming out of this one. Uh, somebody wrote uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, so if you want to throw that in the yeah, list. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, we've, uh, we've had that for a different ad, I believe. Oh, did we have that one? Well, I don't think we used it, but it was a, it was a suggestion. Was we've a seen suggestion. that before. Names. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Forrest Bump. That's good. <laughs> uh, Prague Luganis, Prague Ryan, Prague Bundy, a lot of, a lot of those. Uh, Trimaster P. Uh, how about uh, Len Utero? It's <laughs> <is> pretty funny. <laughs> but Tom Pregnazi. Okay. Oh, really? That's a that's... former uh, cardinal. Uh, Grabbed my attention. Man, okay. that's Tom I like it. <laughs> the, the chat knew I was going to be excited yeah. about that one. Tom Pregnazi, that's it. All right, well, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, there are your three ads. <laughs> All right, moon, ad number one, Lance Armschlong. Oh, this is a guy who wants you to come down to Mexico. If you're in Mexico, he's been living there for a while. How about a naked bike ride? We'll go out camping, but you better be submissive because he is aggressive. All right, then you got little Bobby, which, by the way, Doug on the instant feedback is upset. Wow. That's cool. Little Bobby named himself, but why steal our joy in hearing the name suggestions? Okay, yeah, good point. All right, okay. Well, I'm sorry, Doug. I apologize. I mean, this is a, a rare occurrence where a freak <laughs> would name himself, but. Uh, yeah, that is the uh, that's that's the guy who wants to be a little baby and have you come over and be at his nanny or mommy and change diapers. Okay, and then you just heard from uh, Tom Pregnazzi. All right, uh, Liv, you gotta you gotta pick one of these to move on to the next round. These are all freaks. Um, I'm gonna go with the bike trip. What was that one's name? Lance Armstrong. Right, Lance Armstrong. Just because of the fact that he wants to get nasty with sticks, bugs, and trash. Okay. Uh, Moon, I'm gonna go to you next. Oh man, you know what? You made a good argument. I thought. I thought that was going to be last place. I thought number three had it because, you know what, number three still has it for me. Uh, Tom Pregnazzi, not 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 because of the name, but oh, that is a great name. It's because he flat out admitted that he's into something sexual because of his mother. Probably. probably. Yeah. I mean, that was, the, that was his first, that was the first paragraph. He said, hey, I'm about to get into something. This is sexual. Yeah. And it, what did he say? He said something like, uh, my mom was pregnant. Yeah, but my he's mom not was using... pregnant with my half siblings, more than half my childhood, so that might explain a lot of this. But he's not might. including bugs in his escapades. Man, I'd rather have bugs than my mom. But he's not doing his mom. He's doing <laughs> oh, some cleaning. Oh, 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 <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, oh. Freud is over there raising his hand, going, "I told you guys. I told you guys." All right, yeah. so I'm putting you down for Tom Pregnazzi. Yep. King Scott. Yeah, this one's a tough week. Uh, little Bobby is definitely up there, but I think we've had, you know, there's a few of those that have come across that are similar to that. So I don't know. I think I'm going to, um, yeah, I think Lance, uh, Lance Armstrong. You guys are out of your mind. That's fact Why? that nobody's really picked think? Little Bobby is. Well, we've had, haven't we had a diaper guy before? I mean, this guy has, has soiled his diaper and would like another adult to come and I don't disagree down. that he's a freak, but I can't get past the sticks, bugs, or trash. Yeah. But I think there's TV shows about And help toilet train me. You guys are right. Lance, I mean, he's right. Lance should be third. 
The other two are like... This guy it's a two horse race. wants you to toilet train him. He's 35 years old and identifies as a three-year-old. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Yeah, it's weird. I I have toilet time videos and books to guide you. <laughs> okay, also, if you know a handyman, that'd be great because we're in the middle of rebuilding my... <laughs> and you need to feed me. So I'm looking for a big-breasted, not-great-looking woman. Yeah, Out of your mind. I mean, that's, uh, that's a, all right. That's a good. You can't change. I'm all not right. changing. I, I agree. They're all. Yeah, freaks. I can't change, so I won't be uh, going to Little Bobby's anytime soon. <laughs> you and I make a great team. Jesus. I, f- I feel less threatened by Little Bobby. I don't think Little Bobby's going to kill me, but Lance Armstrong might. If I have to change another man's diaper, I'd rather be <laughs> driven out into the jungle and killed. <laughs> <laughs> With the bugs. With the bugs. <laughs> All right, there you go. You got Lance Armstrong, you've got little Bobby, and you've got Tom Pregnazi. Those are your three freaks. Vote via Twitter now at R-I-Z-Z Show. We'll have the winner tomorrow morning. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back, and Moon's got your crap on celebrities. Hey, it's Josh Wolf, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! All right, crab on celebrities in just a second here. Uh, today's February 9th. Back in the day, 81 years ago, 1942, Congress implemented daylight saving time to conserve fuel during World War II. And it lasted about three and a half years. It was another two decades after that before they, they brought it back. Uh, 63 years ago, 1960, the official groundbreaking ceremony held for the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And this would be a great trivia question. Like, who was the first star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Oh, man. What, 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 what was yeah. the year you said? 1960. You, you'll never get it. Charlie Chaplin? No, it was Joanne Woodward. Joanne. Oh, duh. <laughs> Wasn't she Paul Newman's wife? Oh, Got come me. on, Liv. You know everything about Paul Newman. I, yeah. I know. That was my, my era. <laughs> he makes good pizza. I know that. Yeah, Paul Newman's wife. All right, 59 years ago, 1964, the Beatles appeared on The Ed Sullivan Show. They earned for their appearance on Ed Sullivan $2,400. The show was watched by 73 million people. Well, well, there was only one channel at the time, right? Yeah. (laughs) So over 50,000 requests were made for the 728 available seats in the Ed Sullivan Theater. But 73 million people watched. That's incredible. That is wild. No pressure, fellas. Uh, 42 years ago, 1981, Rock Around the Clock singer Bill Haley dies of a heart attack at the age of 55. Uh, 37 years ago, 1986, Haley's Comet. That appears. Next time, 2061. 32 years ago, 1991, what CNC Music Factory single hit number one? 32 years ago. Sweat. Yep, gonna make you sweat. You got it. Baby. <laughs> uh, 26 years ago, 1997, The Simpsons becomes the longest-running primetime animated series, beating the previous record held by the Flintstones. And 22 years ago, in 2001, the classic, <clears throat> Saving Silverman, hits theaters. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a great movie. Simpsons. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, man, that's a good one. Steve's on. Jason Biggs, Jack Black, Amanda Peet. Love me some Jack Black. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's really good. Simpsons, best show ever made. If Uh, you had to just say, what's the best show ever made? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Shut it down. Okay. Argue. Go ahead. Seinfeld. The best show ever made. Not everybody can watch Seinfeld. We already talked about the best show ever made, and it was Matlock. 
and it continues that's, to win. Scott's that's right. Good. That's pretty Scott's good. Scott's right. No one can turn <laughs> it off. All right, that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Well, and you know what? What episode it was that, that broke the record held by the Flintstones? It was the Poochie episode. Remember Poochie? No. Oh. The goofy little... Uh, it was the dog. Wasn't it Itchy Scratching Poochie? Oh. It was one of their okay. classic. It was one of their yeah. classic episodes. Huh. This guy calls himself a Simpsons fan. I never said that. <laughs> oh yeah, I am a fan. Yeah, Poochie's this rock and roll dog. I'm not an expert. Okay, man. I gotta. You're this. out of the club. <laughs> All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Your crap is brought to you by Brad House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Evangeline Lilly says uh, Jeremy Renner is still using a wheelchair as he recovers from being run over by that snowplow on New Year's Day. Uh, in an interview promoting Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum, uh, Qu- uh, Mania. She's making her rounds, and she opened up about visiting Renner at his home and witnessing his recovery firsthand after being asked about their work uh, together on um, uh, the uh, Hurt Locker. So Lily said that uh, she recently was at his home, called him a boss, shared that her fellow Marvel actor has recovered like a mofo despite his intense injuries, which resulted in him being hospitalized in early January. We all know the story. He was admitted to the Reno Hospital Intensive Care Unit where he underwent surgery, was released a few weeks later. She said, I was at Jeremy's house the other night and he was in a wheelchair. I walked in his house and I was like, whoa, are you mobile? What is happening? I expected to sit at your bedside and hold and hold his hand while he moaned and groaned in pain and wasn't able to move. But he was wheeling himself around laughing with his friends. Oh, that's good. Uh, they said uh, she she said his recovery is a straight up miracle and celebrated that the actor's mental and physical fortitude, uh, noting that he's uh, incredibly brave and strong. He's made of something really tough, that guy, and you've always been able to see that in him. He had a near death experience that was highly traumatic, and he was awake for the whole thing, and it has really stuck with me. She went on in the interview and talked about what he said as far as how he experienced everything. He could hear everything. He could feel everything. He could oh, see God, everything. I wonder, he, I wonder if he heard his bones he n- crunch. He never uh. passed out. But he got detailed, apparently, with her and talked about the traumatic experience. Oh, she was just like, mind right. blown about the story. In a new interview, Harrison Ford was asked what he would want on his tombstone. And he said, I wouldn't want it to be Harrison Ford, blah, 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 actor. I'd settle for was useful. <laughs> Uh, the interviewer replied and said that is a particularly reductive way to sum up a life. And Harrison said, well, there's not a lot of space on a tombstone. You know, it's funny. So did it say what publication he was interviewed in? Uh, I don't have I think it, it was here. like Variety because I read the interview. Okay. And he is especially gruff. He's just he's, dry. He's, yeah. And he's like a gr- grumpy old guy. I think one can label somebody that's just serious and to the point as grumpy. And I don't think he always grumpy. He rarely gives interviews. And never really opens up about his life. Uh, I, just don't I think love he him. Cares like not like an, in a negative way. He's just like I'm just living my life, man. It's He's not that big of what a does deal. It matter? <laughs> yeah, I think it's no nonsense in like a funny in, in a funny good way. Well, I appreciate that, I, but I, I, come, I come from a family of very dry people that are just like to the point and don't mess around. Well, if you watch that that show, his new show with with uh, the dude from How I Met Your Mother. Um, Jason Siegel. Shrinking. Yeah, shrinking. They say that his character on there is... Is him? Him. <laughs> All right. And uh. he even admits it. Like, that's... without Because in the show, the guy has Parkinson's. But without the Parkinson's, that's pretty much it. Well, he was talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and how original the script had um, 
the original script had a lot of old jokes in it about his age. And he said that we took them all out and I'd rather create behavior that is the joke rather than age or, or the, the the behavior of the joke being about the age rather than lines. Yeah, I, scripted I, I, lines I, I get that. I, I get exactly what they mean so about that. Especially with his acting because that's kind of what he did in the last one a little bit. You know, it, it, his, his physical stuff is kind of his moves. Uh, after posting a shocking full frontal nude photo on social media over the summer, Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee has shown the rest of himself. Did you but, see this? Yeah, I did. I meant it's back sack. It's back sack. <laughs> full on back sack. <laughs> We're not going to put it on the blog, but you can yeah, find yeah. that if you want. What a, he put it. He put treat. a picture of back sack and butt on uh, on Twitter last year's selfie garnered quite a lot of attention, but it appears the internet is. Not amused this time around. Well, and there's no doubt that he dips his, his balls in the water. <laughs> what you so mean? how old is he now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens today. I mean, that that's an extreme hang. You think that's extreme? Oh, boy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how low those went? I think that's a pretty normal hang, friend. You think that's a normal hang? That's pretty low. Well, I'm 60 not, year old guy? I'm not 16 anymore. Well, neither normal. am I. I'm older than you, but... <laughs> it looked pretty normal, that, dude. <laughs> that, did you see the picture? I avoided the picture. I've seen his junk before. Did you see the picture? Nope, I've missed this. Yeah. I know he I tagged Mr. Peanut. Well, I guess yeah. he's on OnlyFans, so he has an OnlyFans account. 60-year-old so, dude. Elderly man's... <laughs> Yeah, he back uploaded it. He yeah. uploaded the back sack, <laughs> making a joke about nuts uh, in relation to uh, the old age pun about testicles, tagging the all ages Mr. Peanut brand in the process. Hey, at Mr. Peanut, let's collab. I'll bring the nuts with the Z. Oh, there they are. <laughs> are those those low hanging? <laughs> this looks like a comedy. Like movie. I feel like he needs almost like a raft to put them on when he yeah, goes that, to the bathroom. That is a. Yeah. Uh, this is comedy level. Really? This is, this is from a Fairly <laughs> Brothers man. movie right here. Man. How, how many inches do you think that's hanging down? Because oh. you've got full cheek here, and then you got to, like, quarter thigh? That's yeah. It. I mean, it's almost a good five <laughs> inches, five to six inches. What are you saying, man? What are you saying? I didn't say yeah. anything about you. Uh, whatever, dude. <laughs> I think you've revealed Mine's a lot about projecting. what's going on there. <laughs> Whatever, man. You're judging me. Uh, I was only talking about Tommy Lee. (laughs) Motley Crue play their first show of the year uh, and first ever with uh, guitar. You're not stoking under your ankles? It's crazy. (laughs) Guitar player John Five. We've talked about that before. Uh, The first one with John Five taking the place of uh, Mick Mars that starts uh, February 10th. John Five is a badass guitarist. He is. Interesting stories about that dude. I'm not sure exactly where I sit because I've never met him. I don't know him, but he is such a shredder. He is so fun to watch live. He's so good. Uh, I've seen him with Marilyn Manson a bunch. I have too. I saw him with Zombie. Uh, yeah, yeah, with uh, Rob Zombie. Uh, he gets around. He's like one of those guys that, hey, you need a shredding guitarist? John Five's the guy. Yep, he is He's good. Uh, speaking of drummers, Travis Barker says he injured his hand while rehearsing for Blink-182's upcoming reunion tour. Um, let's see. It started on Tuesday when Barker sent out the following one-word message. F. It was a word behind that, though. Oh, the F word. He followed that up the next day with, quote, I was playing drums at rehearsals yesterday, and I smashed my finger so hard I dislocated it and tore the ligaments. We don't know yet how the injury might affect the tour. Uh, This is their first in seven years with Tom DeLong. It's set to kick off March 11th in Tijuana, Mexico. So March 11th, that's not far off. Um, I got a month to heal. Yeah, they don't do that tour if Travis is hurt. Yeah. He has done tours before while he's hurt. If he can't play... They will start canceling shows. There's no way they get the original Blink lineup back together and Travis is not playing drums. 
Oh, people no, would no, no, be no. pissed. Like, oh, we got to fill in while he gets, you know, while he's healing. No, that's, we're not, we're not doing that. You guys have a ton of money and a set of handwritten lyrics from David Bowie just sold for $55,000. A lyric sheet for Bowie's 1972 hit, Gene Genie, uh, was auctioned off for uh, 46,000 pounds. That's 55,000 U.S. Uh, the signed and dated sheet was originally given to Bowie's fan club founder, Neil Peters. 55000 might be a bargain. Uh, Bowie's handwritten lyrics to Starman recently sold in Australia for $245,000. Wow. Hmm. Whoa. 50, do you have uh, any of your, your lyrics, original lyric sheets? Yeah, I got them all. You got them saved? I'll I got give them you all. $5. So we did, um, we, that's not nice. <laughs> what a bargain. We did, uh, no, we did like one of those pledge music campaigns before they screwed us. And, um, and it was, uh, like we, we did hand, handwritten lyric sheets. So I'm missing about 40 of them. Uh, but the rest of them I have in all my journals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, hey, it's, it's a nice little piece of history right yeah. there. Just start, you know, writing them out again. Selling the same over and over and over again. As you might, I'm not going to get 245000 As you might be aware, Roger Waters doesn't exactly get along with the rest of Pink Floyd. We talked what? yesterday about more of that stuff. I, I can talk about the, this is a lot. This is crazy, this story. If you're yeah. a Pink Floyd fan, this is crazy. So Roger Waters went ahead and re-recorded the band's most famous album without him. Waters will release a brand new, completely re-recorded version of Dark Side of the Moon this spring, Whoa. timed with the album's 50th anniversary. Crazy. In typical Waters fashion, he lashed out at his former bandmates in an interview and said, I wrote the Dark Side of the Moon. Let's get rid of all this we crap. Of course, we were a band. There were four of us. We all contributed, but it's my project and I wrote it. So, blah. <laughs> yeah. Waters yeah. did not stop there. He said, they, pardon me. They can't write songs. They've nothing to say. They are not artists. They have no ideas. Not a single one between them. The new Dark Side will be out this spring. Savage. Wow. I mean, that oh, you want to talk who? about scorched earth. Woo! Even if he's 110% correct in everything he said, that's... Oof. That just that taints, like, how you view uh, them. I'm sure, and... you know, David Gilmore, you know, <laughs> he was there when that stuff was being... Recorded in the yeah. studio, and I'm sure he did his parts and sang his parts, and maybe Roger Waters wrote the whole thing, but he but. didn't write the guitar parts or the everything. We all he? know particular oh, nice. egos that take more credit than they deserve. And Roger Water, uh, Roger Waters is definitely talented. He's a wackadoodle, kind of mean, <laughs> kind of mean. But David Gilmore, in his own right, is a is an amazing writer and musician. I like some of the stuff from the from the post. Roger Waters days, like the whole Division Bell record is, is without Roger Waters. I think that's pretty damn good. Yeah, huh. they and have no ideas. Not a single one between them. He said. <laughs> uh, rumors are swirling that the Foo Fighters are releasing a surprise album next month, especially after a UK disc jockey appeared to spill the beans earlier this week. Now, I'm going to tell you this story. I'm going to show you the audio. Okay. You're going to show me the audio? Yes, I'm going to show you the audio. Listen to the audio and you tell me what you think after I tell you this. On Tuesday, Radio X host Chris Moyles casually uh, mentioned that the Foos have a new album coming in March. Uh, that's basically it. Moyles didn't offer any any other details, but it got a lot of buzz around the planet. Nothing official from the band, but if the rumors are true, it'll be the first Foo Fighters album since the death of Taylor Hawkins one year ago. We do know that the band will be touring in 23. They've already been booked on major festivals. So listen to this audio and then let's talk. I love that song so much. Free Fighters and Walk. they got a new album coming out in uh, March, Free Fighters, which I'm very much looking forward to. That's it. Huh. 
That caused international stir about the Foo Fighters. Here's my take. I think it's probably a guy that doesn't even know what's going on with the Foo Fighters, and he probably put in Foo Fighters on, on Google, and the way Google works now is gives you 17 ads and then 55 results that aren't necessarily relevant. And he probably saw a headline about Foo Fighters' new album, March 2016, an article or something. Could be, yeah. And he just yeah. threw that in as filler, as a, that was that, this is this, and got out. Yeah, that very well could, could be. be. That's my take. As a, uh, you know, also a former... Uh, music DJ. Uh, he could be just lying and trying try to troll people, too. I mean, he yeah. didn't even sound excited. He, he sounded yeah. fake excited. It was excited. just kind of like you're just... And he didn't say anything feeling. about Hawkins, like how Nothing. cool this is. Like, there's, you know, yeah. there's still workhorses. They're still back at it. Like, it's amazing. They rebound. Although, you know, who knows? He could have maybe heard something. Heard one of his bosses say something. Maybe. Well, maybe he's buddies maybe. with Dave. I don't know, man. I, well, I think hey, he misspoke. March is soon. We'll find out. We'll see. Together. A new trailer is out for the movie called Strays. You know those heartwarming family movies uh, where an animal is separated from its owner and sets off on an adventure-filled journey to reunite? To to reunite? That is not one of those. Oh. Uh, Will Ferrell voices the main dog, and here's part of the trailer. I can't show you the rest of it because it's filled with profanity. Okay, here we go. This is Strays. Today is going to be the best day ever. I love sunshine, I love butterflies, but more than anything, I love Doug. Hey! Shut up! That's Doug, the best owner in the world. We're playing this game called Fetch. He drops me off really far away and drives home without me. Oh, that can't be right. You are officially a stray. That would mean Doug doesn't love me. You a stray. You can do anything you want. I'm going back to Doug's. What? He needs to pay for what he did. I'm going to bite his off. Okay, so that's uh, out for the kids. Yeah, it's out this summer. Will Forte plays Doug, while Jamie Foxx, Isla Fisher, and Randall uh, Randall Park voice other dogs. Real dogs, CGI, wow. moving mouths, rated R. <laughs> so it's Australian uh, uh, Australian Shepherds lead. Oh, yeah? The right kind of dog, the best dog. Good right for you, there. man. Uh, Disney announced sequels are in the works for Frozen, Toy Story, and Zootopia. Full story on the blog. Uh, check out the first uh, trailer for Paint. That is starring Owen Wilson as Bob Ross. I watched this trailer. It looks great. It really? says it says a Bob Ross type artist. I saw the trailer. Come on, man. It's it's Come Bob on, Ross. What are you I'm doing? It's Bob Ross, but it's it looks great. Comes out April seventh. <laughs> uh, during the filming of the Wolf of Wall Street, former drug addict Ethan Suplee had to teach Leonardo DiCaprio how to snort coke off a woman's. Took us. That story's on the blog. There's a new teaser for Scream Six on the blog. And real quick, I have a list. I have a fun list here. BuzzFeed put together a list of movies that were originally intended to be TV shows and TV shows that were supposed to be movies. Do you guys know? I you mean, start I have himself? no idea. You might recognize some. Remember, The Sopranos was pitched oh, that was as supposed a, to be a movie. That was supposed to be a movie, so that's number six on the yeah. list. 13 Reasons Why. Anybody see that? That was a real oh, popular yeah. show. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to be a movie with Selena Gomez. Uh, Cruel Intentions 2 was actually the first two episodes of what would have been a Cruel Intentions prequel series. Riverdale was first conceived as a time-traveling movie with Louis C.K. as Archie. (laughs) Number 10 is This Is Us. Uh, That was supposed to be a movie about uh, octuplets. Number 5, The Witcher, supposed to be a Netflix movie. They turned it into the series. Clueless was supposed to be a show called No Worries. The Queen's Gambit 
was going to be a film directed by Heath Ledger, but it was uh, but but he passed away, and then Elliot Page was supposed to uh, was was set to play the lead for the movie. Whoa. Instead, they turned it into that show, and then Final Destination. Oh yeah. Turned into a series, right? There's like four or five of those things. Yeah. That was originally an episode for the X Files. No Dang. way. Yeah, that, that turned was, out okay. Thought that was pretty cool. All right, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Michael B. Jordan. Love him. What a hunk. That guy is awesome. I love that guy. Creed star played the villain in the Black Panther. He is 36. I did see the new trailer for, for Creed, the, the newest one. It looks great. Yeah. And when I'm at the gym, everyone's like, is that Michael? And I'm like, no, it's not Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I get that. It's look the same. Though. I know you love this person, Liv. Tom Hiddleston. Yes. He is Loki. Love in the him. MCU. He is uh, 42. Actually, he actually originally tried out for the part of Thor. Huh. I think they cast that right. That was, that yeah, was perfectly that was cast. Correct. Yeah, uh, Charlie Day. Charlie in, on It's Always Sunny in Philly. He is uh, 47 today. Uh, Travis Tritt, country superstar, is 60. Jim J. Bullock from Too Close for Comfort is 68. Judith Light. Who is that? Judith Light. Judith Light. That is, uh, isn't that the, uh, 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 a- a- Angela. Angela. <laughs> from, I had it. I got it. Uh, Judith Light is uh, 74. Mia Farrow, she was married to Frank Sinatra and Woody Allen. Damn. Her son Ronan is the one who, you know, annihilated Harvey Weinstein. Mia Farrow is 78. One of my favorites, Joe Pesci, basically plays the same character in everything. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, though. All the characters are awesome, like Goodfellas yeah. and Casino. Uh, Joe Pesci is 80. And Carol King, amazing singer-songwriter, is 81 today. Today's Porno Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Darlene Amaro. Now, our birthday girl's been in 43 fine films. Let's see if you could pick up a theme here. A theme of her films. Big ass Brazilian butt six. Big, br- uh, big butt Brazilian maids. Big butt road trip. <laughs> big Latin wet butts five. Big wet Brazilian asses five. Deliciously thick. Extreme asses. Gigantic Brazilian butts. And who could forget her role in 2007's Mami Culo Grande? I think she's got a big butt. I think she's got a big butt. I cannot lie. I thought it was something something about the South. I didn't know. (laughs) So Mami Culo Grande would be uh, mom's big butt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Darlene Amaro is 48 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays and that was your crap on so All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll give away some stuff. After the break, we are going to play Porn Star or Weatherman. This sounds very difficult. You know, you want to read the names, Liv? I would love to read the All names. All right, so Liv is going to read you the name of a showbiz personality. And you have to tell us if the person is a porn star or a weatherman, like a weather person. Two out of three correct, you win your choice of prizes. Porn star or weatherman is next. Hey, Kevin Pollack here. Reminding you, it's the Rizzuto Show. And hey, happy birthday, Riz. So we announced uh, Point Fest earlier this week. Point Fest happening on May 27th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Incubus, Code and Cambria, Greek Fire, The Pretty Reckless, Bad Omens, Bad Flower, White Reaper, and more. 
Uh, tickets are officially on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Point Club pre-sale happening at... Uh, oh, pre-sale's happening today at 10 a.m. That's correct. Pre-sale today at a.m. Uh, uh, regular line sale tomorrow at 11 a.m. Okay, I'm going to get my things right. <laughs> uh, get all the Point Fest info now at 1057thepoint.com slash pointfest. Lawn tickets, just 30 bucks. First week of sales. Brought to you by Retroactive Smoke Shop and your Mid-America Chevy dealers. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- uh, We are playing Porn Star or Weatherman. So Liv is going to read you the name of a showbiz personality. You have to tell us if the person is a porn star or a weatherman. Simple as that. Two out of three right, you win your choice of tickets. And today's contest is sponsored by... T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Winsville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. All right, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Let's go to Darren on line one. Good morning, Darren. Good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Porn star or weatherman, here we go. So this one I had to Google the pronunciation. I believe it is Kai Goldberg. I'm going to go Weatherman. Kai Goldberg is a... Weatherman! Weatherman! <laughs> 5 in Los Angeles. That's one correct. Darren, next. Stormy Rotman. It's got to be a porn star. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you don't get applause for that. Wait a second. The guy, there's a Weatherman named Stormy? Stormy Rotman. Yeah, <laughs> Channel awesome. 9 in Denver. Duh. <laughs> Many years there. That is awesome. Stormy Rotman. All right, final one. William Seed. Old Billy Seed. Oh, man. Um, let's go porn star. Yes. yes. Old Billy Seed is a porn star. <laughs> Hang on, Darren. Hey, you know, I got I to gotta point this out because there's no way I'm the only one. Y'all are starting to convert me on this weatherman pronunciation. I've, I've always said weatherman. I've never heard anybody say weatherman. Weatherman seems like a glove, like a leatherman or a weatherman. You know what I mean? Uh, like Sp- Spider-Man versus Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? I don't, Fireman, I don't know. Man? I've heard it. I've heard you say it uh, enough times now where I'm I'm starting to question my whole. I history. say we- my my instinct is weatherman. Weatherman. Oh, okay. Weatherman. So, I don't think you're wrong by saying weatherman. I think it's just you're it saying it fast. It sounds great. You sound great when you say it. So <laughs> well, you're thanks. starting to convert. Porn me. star or weatherman? I do. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Let's well, let's ask Sean. Sean, hey guys, what's going on? Is it what? Am I saying it right, weatherman or weatherman? Um, I would say weatherman. Really? Weatherman guy. Oh wow, he's a weatherman guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sean. Here we go. Porn star or weatherman? (laughs) Uh, First one is Don Day. Uh, let's go with porn star. Don Day is a weatherman. Day weather in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With your man. You went with a hard A that time. <laughs> with a man. Uh, next. Paul Cannon. Uh, weatherman. <laughs> Paul Cannon is a porn star. Porn star. <laughs> All right, let's go to Waterloo Steve. Good morning, Waterloo Steve. Hey, good morning, everyone. What's up, right, man? Here we go. Porn star or weatherman? Number one is Fritz Coleman. Sounds like a weatherman. Yep. Yeah. NBC Channel 4, Los Angeles. Next. Number two is Evan Andrews. <laughs> Let's go porn star for Evan. No. 
Weatherman, Weatherman. Fox 4 News in Dallas-Fort Worth. Weatherman. <laughs> Weatherman. <laughs> All right, final one. Waterloo Steve. Gosh. Evan Stone. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right, let's go porn star, baby. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Had to act like we didn't know that guy. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm <laughs> All right. I, I knew it. Uh, Matt. Hello, Matt. Good, good morning. All right, Matt. Porn star or weatherman? Number one is Billy Hart. Let's go with porn star. All right. Correct. Correct. Next. Steve Stucker. Go with weatherman. Yes. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shannon in Collinsville. Hello, uh, Shannon. Good morning, guys. All right, hey. Shannon. Here we go. Lisa Love. Porn star. No. <sighs> Lisa Love is on the Weather Channel. Uh. Duh. <laughs> She's got a great name if she needs a backup career. <laughs> Next. Next is Glenn Glazer. Oh, boy. Weatherman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> WPBF 25 in West Palm Beach, Florida. All right, one final one, Shannon. Ty Mitchell. Ty Mitchell. Let's go Weatherman. No. That's tough. Ty Mitchell is a porn star. All right, Brandon in Granite City. Hello, Brandon. Hello. Hello, Brandon. Here we go. Matthew Rush. Weatherman. Porn star. Next. <laughs> Dick Smothers Jr. Porn star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's really with old Dickie Smothers. <laughs> oh, Dick Smothers Jr. I'm sure Dick Smothers Sr. is very proud. Yeah, yeah. Comes down to this. Yeah, comes down to this one. Dan Zaro. Weatherman. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Danzaro, uh, 1015 in New Jersey. Hang on one second. That's right. a guy. That's a guy who always introduces. Since he's been 11 years old, he introduces himself as, "Hi, I'm Danzaro." Hi, Danzaro. Hey, how's it going, Danzaro? That's New Jersey 1015. Danzaro. Uh, one final contestant. Hey, Ken. Hey. All right, Ken. Porn star or weatherman? Ken is an expert at this. He sounds like him. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> All right, Ken. Brian Goddard. Weatherman's? Of course he knew that. Yeah, he's an expert because he's a weather enthusiast. Of course he is. All right, Ken. Kyle Mason. Uh, porn star? Told you. Yeah. Told you. All right, Ken. <laughs> Hang on. Right, that's how you do that. That's porn star or weatherman. Pseudo <laughs> show. Traffic and weather. Now you got to be questioning everything. <laughs> you had me questioning. I've never heard anybody say weatherman before. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And I believe our buddy Chef Will is here. And uh, Randy, who is the senior audio engineer over at the pageant. Yep. And motorcycle enthusiast. Ooh. Love both of these guys. And Cycle Showcase is this weekend. That is an amazing event, by the way. It's an amazing event, uh, something that Jeff loved. And uh, we will discuss the details after the break. And today is National Pizza Day. Ooh. So, of course, we'll, we'll talk food with Jeff Will. 
You're listening to The Riz Show, and it's Ian Bag. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Got a full studio here. First off, I want to, uh, I want to introduce Randy, who is the senior audio engineer over at the pageant. We've known Randy for, for quite a long time, and Randy is uh, the guy behind Cycle St. Louis, uh, well, Cycle Showcase St. Louis. You got it right. I don't want to get wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's this weekend. Yes, sir. That's this weekend. And uh, your partner in crime over here is uh, Chef Will from Rockstar Tacos. Hi. On the hill. By the way, what, what a write-up. I heard. In the St. Louis Post-Dispatch about yeah. Rockstar Taco. It's well uh, deserved. Yeah. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll get to you in a second. Yeah. Don't let's cares. let's <laughs> talk uh, Cycle Showcase St. Louis. Uh, so... It's this weekend. It's over at the City Foundry. Yes, sir. Okay, so tell me. So All right. Give, so, me, give me everything. Yeah, okay, so this is like uh, if you went to a museum and instead of a, a, a Van Gogh, there's a bunch of motorcycles. All right? It's uh, it's not like a Hooters parking lot. And I like <laughs> I like a Hooters Randy parking lot. Randy likes Hooters parking lot. <laughs> I like a Hooters parking lot a lot. But this is a, this is a little different. You can, bring, uh, you can bring your family to this. It's a family-friendly event. Um, and I bring in 50 bikes from all over North America, race bikes, historic bikes, vintage bikes, custom bikes, um, everything from a 2013 Pope to a 2022 or what year is this? 2023. And now it is. Yeah. A uh, brand new bagger. We'll just call it, We'll just say that. So. And, and so, so these are, these are, I mean, these are historical bikes. These are bikes that you wouldn't see anywhere else yeah. that you've gathered all together in one place. So I if you are a motorcycle enthusiast. Or if you're just a, a fan of art or design or engineering or just want to spend a great day walking around looking at really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny yeah. you say that because, you know, like some of these car shows and things that they'll do at downtowns, they're not just for, like, car folks. You, you end up just kind of yeah. enjoying it walking through memory lane. And the, uh, a few of uh, the people that I know that have gone in recent years, none of them motorcycle enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. None of them knew really anything about motorcycles. And even said going in, I was a little worried. I thought I'd be bored. They were like, dude blown away there was so much to learn about it they, they found out more about it they they left kind of being a more like rookie enthusiast and these are people that went in thinking like oh this will this will be just a well, a fun a fun I, thing to I do and got a way. ton out of it like some of these guys and 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 gals mm-hmm. that build these bikes are so creative mm-hmm. and i don't know if you feel the same way i'm so jealous yeah of their ability yeah i'm so je- i'm envious i'm like just just the work that these people could do and build this machine with their hands. Yeah. And what goes on in their head to think this up? Right. The creativity right. is it's unbelievable. insane. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a, cre- it's a creativity showcase. Yes. Because if you think about like the motorcycle building shows, the majority of the people that were watching were not motorcycle enthusiasts. There right. are people like me going, holy cow, look at that thing. That's so cool. And you're yeah. going to get a lot of that. Well, I've collected 50 of those. Oh, my goodness. You got, 50, year, we, you got 50 bikes? Got, no, this year at the oh, show. Okay. I was like, showcase. oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, dang, Randy. I've only got eight. So. <laughs> oh, and I, I do want to bring something up. So, yeah. so during the during the tribute to Jeff we did at the pageant, um, I was told there would be a surprise there. And I got to the I got to the pageant early. And yeah. uh, Randy's brother had bought Jeff's Harley. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Randy's brother bought Jeff's beloved Harley from, from, uh, from the Burton family. And on stage that night, with a spotlight at the, on the side of the stage was Jeff Burton's bike, yeah. which you had so generously and graciously brought with you and got it up on that stage. <laughs> and there was I bunny hopped it right up on there. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing to see that. I didn't know that could fly, but uh, 
Yeah, and there was a spot. It looked like it was yeah. a spotlight on that bike oh, all night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my show is kind of similar to that. I've been at the pageant forever. All my really good friends are involved in, in production, uh, concert production. So I brought a lot of that element into this bike show as well. Um, uh, concert lighting, concert sound. Uh, this is truly a... a, a Visceral experience, yeah. you might say. All yeah. immersive. Yeah. All immersive. All Thank immersive. You. That's, yeah, look that's at a good you, Will. Look at you. <laughs> Not just a pretty face. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and you had radio. gone up to you had gone up to Sturgis and you know bought Jeff's picture with you. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, because uh, Jeff, you know, Jeff was very ill at that point and, and couldn't make a it. A couple. Uh, I actually picked up my brother Jeff's bike for my brother uh, a week before. Sturgis and I said, uh, "Have you ever been to Sturgis?" He said, "No, man, that was a bucket list." And I said, "Well, we're gonna go this year." And I got a picture of Jeff, and we went up there, and it's all documented on my Instagram. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Um, That's so cool. <laughs> some of it's adult. Um, oh, of course. It's, well, it was Sturgis. A lot of what Jeff did yes. was adult. Yes. <laughs> I, and it was all in Jeff's spirit. And, yes. uh, and yeah, um, we Jeff and I had a wonderful time in Sturgis this year. Yeah, and, and you know, Jeff loved motorcycles. Oh, Jeff yeah. was a motorcycle guy. Yeah, as long as I knew him, you know, he had a motorcycle. And, he, you know, he finally got his Harley. Yeah. And and the fact that it's you know your brother's now is that's awesome because we know it's in good hands. Yeah. It's in my garage. My brother broke his ankle, so oh. he, might, he might not get, he might not get to ride it this spring. Uh, <laughs> now, not you're not that you're laughing at his misfortune. <laughs> no, I'm, I kind of am. So no, so and and we're gonna give you the uh, cardboard cut out of Jeff to bring. Yeah, to the, uh, we're gonna bring Jeff's bike down to the, to the show, and he'll be he'll be there just like in Sturgis. Uh, that's awesome. amazing. So when you go this Saturday and Sunday down to the foundry and you see Jeff's cardboard cutout, that's yeah. his, that's his bike. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'll be his bike, and that's the cardboard cutout that's been in the studio. Yeah, for uh, for quite a while now. Jeff sits in the corner where, where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so so it's City Foundry um, Saturday, eleven to seven. Sunday, 11 to 4. Sunday, 11 to 4, because there's that other thing that happens after that Sunday. Uh, what's going on Sunday? I don't, I don't know. Some, uh, some game. Oh, I think there's some, a chili cook-off. Oh, some game. In fact, I just got the media alert. Because I don't know. And listen, guys, I don't know who I'm picking. I haven't made my official decision, but I think I'm going to go the way of the armadillo. Because I just got the media alert that Chico the armadillo down at the St. Louis Aquarium will be making his pick. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. <laughs> so you know I always go with what Chico the Armadillo does. Anything born in a helmet, you know they're legit. What'd you say? Anything born in a helmet, you know they're legit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they have an armadillo at an aquarium? I don't know, Will. <laughs> but they do, and he's going to make a Super Bowl pick tomorrow Hell at 10 a.m. Hell of a swimmer. Hell Just swimmer. got the alert. So Chico the Armadillo <laughs> picks the big game winner at the St. Louis Aquarium tomorrow at 10 a.m. We uh, we just showed the the uh, world awaits. Uh, we just shared the uh, the flyer for the uh, cycle showcase on uh, the Riz Show stories on Instagram. But you got a couple things going on. So the shows on on Saturday and Sunday. Shows on Saturday Sunday. But there's a pre party on Friday. Well, a lot of these builders that are coming in are these these 50 bikes that we're showcasing all from out of town, and they come in and we load in Friday, and they're like, "What are we doing Friday night?" I said, "Let's throw a party." So we're going down to the garage downtown. Nice. Chef Will here is going to serve up some tacos. Oh, like this guy. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of live music there uh, from Honky Tonk Airlines. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't been down to the garage, it's a great raw yeah. space to do cool stuff. That's yeah. awesome. What about this beer here? 
Oh, full life beer from Forehands. Forehands has been on board with us with Cycle Showcase since uh, day one, and this year it's our tenth year uh, celebrating ten years anniversary. Ten years, congratulations! Yeah, and uh, and and Forehands said, "Hey, let's do a can this year." Yo, that's one of the coolest cans I've ever seen. The art is so cool. Everybody's like, "I'm not even going to drink this. I'm going to put it on my (laughs) shelf." Um, Yeah, Forehands came on board with their full life lager. Uh, rebranded a can for Cycle Showcase this year. It'll be available at the pre-party on Friday night. We're going to actually unveil the can that night. Uh, it'll be available at all the uh, Cycle Showcase events throughout the weekend. We've got an after-party on Saturday night at the Pinnacle Bowl. It's a whole weekend of crazy stuff. Man, motorcycles and food and music. Bowling. Bowl. Jeez. <laughs> and bowling. Stand back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. So we'll put all the details up on our... Uh, up on our social. And it's, and it's at the Foundry. And, you know, you can eat there. You can play putt-putt golf there. Foundry's been really great to us the last couple of years. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, see Jeff's bike down there yeah. yes, you as will. well. Uh, Chef Will, we yep. love you, buddy. How are you? What a write-up in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Wow. You and your lady, Rebecca. I mean, that's an amazing for Rockstar Tacos. Yeah. Down on Shaw, on the hill. It's been crazy since. It's, it's amazing. This press. Well-deserved. Thank you. Um and I brought you guys a little something. <gasps> Ooh. Goodies. goodies. Goodies, yes. Whenever Chef Will Ooh. comes. I'm being served first. Yeah, yep. he brings, what do we he got? brings goodies with him. So um, if I think it was Chi-Chi's that had the uh, fried ice cream. Yeah, damn, Chi-Chi's. What a, what a reference. Yeah. An old, the old chain Mexican restaurant. Yeah. You remember and Chi-Chi's? No, I don't. Um, yeah, they were. They had salsa in stores. And yeah, stuff. okay. They, yeah, I think they, they still do. Okay, so okay. I remember we used to go as a kid. My my brother, who was not adventurous eating, used to get El Gringo. Yeah, which was the hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you take. That's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Please tell me at least put the, salsa. The, 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 El, Gringo, the El Gringo, the whitey. Um, so fried ice cream is it's like legitimately fried ice cream, but you can't make it at home. So I'm going to release this stuff called Fried the Lightning. Man. <laughs> I Fried love the that. Lightning. Of course. And it takes regular ice cream and makes it taste like fried ice cream. So just dump some on your... This is uh, also Ice's Plain and Fancy's vanilla ice cream, which okay. is stunning. There we go. So we got the uh, the ice cream here. We got the, uh, the topping. What's mm. in the topping here? Uh, it's... Uh, Basically cornflakes, yeah, and uh, a little cinnamon. Yeah, there's some cinnamon, nutmeg, oh, allspice, see, yeah, sugar. Remember we talked about we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I am in. This yeah. is really good. It's yep. really good. Whoa! It and makes it taste spork. like fried ice cream. I get to eat from a spork. Yeah, I brought sporks. Wow, <laughs> I've not had anything that fancy in a while. Fried the lightning is what it's called. Fried the lightning. This is delightful. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Mm. That's amazing, Will. Mm. Awesome. As is everything you make. Yeah. Um. Dude, your place, if you're going, like, if you're a West County person, you're going to something downtown, stop by yeah. Rockstar Tacos. Yeah, we're, at, uh, we're right at the corner oh, of yeah. Shaw and King's Highway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's an amazing place. All your food is great. Thank you. You do a wonderful job. You know, today is a National Pizza Day. Oh. Today is National Pizza Day, so we have a chef in the studio, and I would like your opinions on some of this stuff. Okay. Here. Okay. <laughs> Pineapple, no. We're going to get to that. Oh. Grow up, Will. Come on. <laughs> it's pizza. Oh, okay. All right. What's your What's your favorite style of pizza? New York. So New York fold, mm-hmm. fold pizza, fold, fold pizza. Um, are you into the like the barbecue chicken pizza or? Nope. So no. if you order a New York slice or a New York pie, cheese, 
Just no pepperoni, nothing, 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 wow. nothing. Whoa. Because if do, do you put some parmesano or uh, some uh, some I, pepper I, flakes or anything? I try it plain first because mm. if if it's good, it'll only get better. Okay. Ah, yes. Okay. You need to start with a, a, a proper base. I like that. I actually, That's my theory I like on that ice move. cream. Yeah, yeah. Start if the vanilla's vanilla. good, the vanilla's got to be good. Oops, yeah. I well, added the flakes. And I'm I'm the I'm the same way. Like if their cheese slices crap. Everything else, everything, is crap. everything else. They didn't try to. They're gonna try to mask the garbage with yeah, other stuff. Exactly. That's the way I feel about it. Lipstick on a pig. <laughs> so if I go to a pizza place for the first time, if it's, a, if it's a pizza place by the slice, I will get a plain cheese slice first. Yep. Smart. Listen, I have a vowel at the end of my last name. Of course, I'm scientific <laughs> about this. <laughs> of course, I've thought about all this stuff. So do okay. I. So let us settle the debate. Does pineapple belong on pizza? We say. Moon says yes. Live. Not my jam. Will? No. No. Scott? 100% yes. Randy? I'm adventurous, yes. <laughs> my Hawaii? adventure stops at fruit. Don't put fruit on my pizza. Yeah, I'm I'm not. Listen, I everybody is free to choose what they want to do. This yeah. is a free country. Sure. You're wrong by doing it. <laughs> amen. <laughs> You're wrong. But, I'm not a religious man, but amen. <laughs> but... You're free to be wrong. It's a free food. <laughs> it's a free. It's a freedom food. You're free to be wrong. It's a freedom food. You have the freedom to do Here's how, with it what you wish. Indeed. Here's how phony that is. Hawaiian pizza invented by a Canadian man. Okay. Yeah, that is true. Stopping right there. Where was pizza invented? Oh, pardon me. Where, where was pizza invented? Hawaii. Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> Little Caesars. But you just said yeah. your favorite is New York style. It's no different. You're talking about the New York version of something that was that, that predated. Yeah, it. but if you get pizza in Italy, that's different than New York style. But 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 wouldn't they have the argument that New York style style pizza is not pizza? But they call it New York style. It's still it's pizza. And this is called Hawaiian style. But it's not even from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what? that guy had some great yeah. experiences. Hawaii Hawaii Ontario. Or <laughs> yeah. Well, what is yeah. your favorite local pizza place? <clears throat> Ooh, easy pizza go go. On, is that on Scanlon? On, uh, 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 yeah, I think that's, that's on Scanlon in, in South City. It's Scanlon uh, Avenue, 6703 Scanlon yep. Avenue. Yeah, incredible. Incredible. Used to be at uh, Gravoy and Grand. It's in, the, it's in the middle, it looks like a residential area. It's across the street from uh, Killer Vintage Guitars. Oh, it is? Okay, okay. yeah, Is yeah. there a church right there? Like a, Yeah, uh, okay. Epiphany. Yeah, I know exactly. I yeah. used to live right there. Yeah. That is, oh, that yeah. is... Ooh, that's a that's a good place. Incredible. It's a non-assuming live. It's a it's an unassuming place. Mm-hmm. That's where the best stuff is. Uh, cash only. Bring yep. your and BYOB. BYOB. Okay. Yep. Bring your own bike. I've never eaten there. I've always taken because we lived right there, like, yeah. literally a block up. But yeah, that dude, that is a. That's wow, look at that. Incredible. Oh yeah, and look, you know how it's got that like uh, like burnt a kind of char? char, yeah, like like, like, oh, like the char powder kind of on the bottom. Leopard spotting. <sighs> that that is the, like the New York style. That's what happened at Crescent Plaza. That's the Crescent Sparrow? Plaza. <laughs> no man, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> That's uh, what I loved about that. What's the strangest topping you've tried on a pizza? That's Pineapple. actually worked. That's actually that's, oh, actually, that's worked. actually worked. That's actually worked. I'll be honest. I'll say anchovies. Because I thought that was gross, you know the cartoons. Oh, it made, works. Made it, seem, it does work. It's uh-huh. salt. It's, it's very That's strange. why my dad used to always get yeah. anchovies on his pizza. Um, I hate olives, but it works. Black olives yeah. or green olives? Oh, black. I'm with you. I hate olives, but I'll eat them you on do? pizza. Yeah. I'll eat them on pizza. Yeah, I hate, I olives. hate olives. Really? Tr- I love truly olives. like my second yeah. most hated flavor. Ugh. You don't like a martini? Yeah. 
Oh. Uh, with a twist. <laughs> you can keep your. Randy's a martini guy, right? Pinky's up. Pinky's up. <laughs> but you should see the glass that his comes in. Yeah. It's three feet tall. All right. So, what major city have you visited that's got the best pizza? Is it New York City? It's New York. Hands down. Although they say, and I've never been, they say New Haven, Connecticut. The is white clam the spot. White clam pizza from Connecticut. That place right across from the college? Yep. Yeah, I know you're Have you had that? Uh-huh. It's is incredible. It, is it worth it? It's incredible. Totally white different. clam pizza. Live. Sounds great. <laughs> so good. What's the pizza in Maine like? It's delicious. The pizza's great. There's a lot of great pizza joints. My favorite is at a brewery slash pizza place in Augusta, Maine called Kushnock, and they have the diner closes at two pizza, which is just a hodgepodge of whatever they have. So it's like there's an egg on there, there's maple syrup, there's scallions, there's potato. We were talking about breakfast pizza earlier. Amazing. I feel like a, that's a fairly new... Yeah. That Bre- is a fairly new thing. Breakfast pizza? Yeah. yeah. Um, here's this white clam pizza. Again, see how it's like kind of half burnt? Oh, oh that's got pistachios on Oh, that's the good crust uh, right garlic. there. Should be. Oh, that's garlic? The wow. burnt little bubbles? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, that, that's, you know, the, you know that's like a wood-fired oh. <laughs> it, uh, coal. It says it deserves to be coal. called a pizza. A yeah. pizza. A pizza. <laughs> All right, so being that this is... National Pizza Day. I do have some fun pizza facts for you guys. Ooh. Yay. Right. Now, this is all true, Randy. Okay. Every one of these <laughs> things is true. Uh, your favorite topping does say a lot about you. So, for instance, if it is pineapple, it says, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots unite. Say it to free, my face. Free to be wrong. <laughs> free to be wrong. So, do you know what the... So, in Chuck E. Cheese, you know what the E stands for? Entertainment. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Edward. <laughs> so if you eat your pizza with a fork and a knife, in some states, it is legal grounds for divorce. Amen. Um, it, pizza goes best with uh, with beer and chicken wings and goes worse with dignity. <laughs> Very true. Uh, when you order a takeout, so if you order takeout pizza, uh, it's a great way to let your kids know that you don't care enough about them to make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and that this is, guys, this is 100% true. The more grease you see on the bottom of your pizza box, the less number of years you have on Earth. <laughs> that's driving that's, me crazy. That's a fact. That yeah. is a fact. Yeah. So <laughs> Another 100% true fact. I read this on Wikipedia. <laughs> Papa John. Okay, Papa John got his start. When he tasted Domino's and said, I could do worse. Oh, <laughs> come on. Brutal. <laughs> Nailed it. That garlic sauce, though. Uh, hey, it's fine. Again, it's fine. if you have to bring something to the table to make Fair. the junk taste better. Um, so Taco Bell's Mexican pizza is not really pizza, right? Yeah. Or Mexican. <laughs> or food. But what do you care? I mean, you're high, so that's why that's why that's, that's why you're getting it. But hey, happy uh, National Pizza Day, everybody. And also with you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Cycle Showcase St. Louis is Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturday, 11 to 7. Sunday, 11 to 4 at City Foundry STL. It's 3730 Foundry Way. Over 50-plus motorcycles, you know, custom-built stuff. Artists, craftspeople, um, just a wonderful way to spend the afternoon. That's Tattoos, awesome. too, right? 
Oh, yes. Uh, maybe somebody there slinging some ink. Wow. Slinging some ink. Oh, sweet. Yes. Uh, of course, our rock star taco. We love you, Will. Um, please go grab a taco or seven. Yeah. Down or, a or a Mexican pizza. <laughs> or a Mexican pizza. Um, and what else? What else we got to promote? Is the fried ice cream going to be on the menu? Uh, why not? Tonight. All right. Sure. All right. Tonight. Tonight. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Get it. Yeah, fried hey, the lightning. So yeah, fried the lightning. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. We All do right. have to take one final break. We'll come back, and we're going to wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. That's it. That's it. We done did it. We did it, guys. We did it. Just like that at 7 o'clock. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Liv, for hanging out the past couple Thanks of Thanks for having me in. It was fun. I love having you here. Now that you're well fed, you know, Chef Will was oh here. Gosh. You had ice cream, well, you had chips. Good. So good. <laughs> All right, the Pappy's recappy today, Moon. That's right, Pappy's St. Peter's, be the Super Bowl party MVP. Bring the Pappy's chicken wings. Everything that we covered on the show today, including Freak of the Week. Make sure you vote. That'll be up on Twitter for a, a number of hours. Uh, our socials at R-I-Z-Z show today. We got crap on celebrities. Uh, a lot of Riz news. A lot of funny stuff, including a runaway uh, 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 scanner in those grocery stores. And, guys, a bear got loose in the zoo. Yep. There's a bear loose in the zoo. Well, don't say there is a bear there loose. Was. There was. That, that, I said there was. I just said there was. There was a bear loose, but it's all good. His name is Ben. He's nice, and he's back where ben he belongs. Bear, yeah. <laughs> Check it all out on the blog. And the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. What's the title today, Scott? Looks are no concern to little Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget to see Moon tomorrow at Together Credit Union in Arnold. to be out there from 2 to 4. That's right. Uh, Together Credit Union always has a whole bunch of giveaways to spin the wheel of prizes. We'll have a bunch of point swag as well. I think our typical uh, weirdo stickers and uh, some shirts, CDs, all the fun stuff. Plus... Louie from the Blues is going to be there. And you have a chance to win Blues tickets. So come on, visit me. I believe it's on Jeffco Boulevard, Arnold, Together Credit Union. Uh, Also, don't forget uh, Point Club pre-sale Point Fest tickets on sale right now. Just right now. I mean, 30 seconds ago, pre-sale tickets for Point Fest went on sale tomorrow. Is the general on sale at 11 a.m. All the details, 1057thepoint.com slash pointfest. All right, ladies, gentlemen, anything else? Mm. No, sir. Uh, and we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From St. Peter's, Katie Ratcliffe is our Team Riz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.